93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. And today is Thursday, April 25th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, two people were injured when intense flames burned through a house in Richardson Park, Newcastle County, early Thursday. The fire broke out at about 1.30 in the morning on the unit block of West Summit Avenue, just south of Maryland Avenue. Raging flames consumed the home and a handicapped ramp leading to the front of the home. One of the residents uh, inside ran across the street to a nearby firehouse, while the other resident, a 51-year-old woman, was found lying on a neighbor's lawn. The two women were taken to Christiana Hospital. One is in critical condition with burns over 75% of her body, and she was transferred to Crozier. Fire officials say smoke detectors saved the lives of the women, waking them up and giving them a chance to get out of the house. The two-story single-family home is directly across the street from the firehouse. The state fire marshal is at the scene this morning. They are investigating to try to find a cause of this fire. Yeah, it's the, the, the smoke detector thing. Thank God for that. I mean, I, obviously some you know people are in really, really bad shape, but we're actually going to have somebody in here in the next week or two because... Um, Steve, you and I met this guy in yeah. the hallway. Yeah, they're doing a great thing. They're doing a really, really great thing where, I mean, um, I don't know if it was the state or the city was given, like, basically a million dollars to go and give people fire smoke detectors. Detect- yeah. Smoke detectors. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah they essential. Do that, yeah, mm-hmm. they do that all the time. They they mm-hmm. use, they do it a lot in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Philadelphia minister is among 16 men arrested in a New-, New Jersey child predator sting operation. The New Jersey Attorney General's office announced the arrest during Operation Home Alone during a press conference Wednesday. 37-year-old Roger DeRoyo was charged for allegedly luring kids through social media apps. Arroyo is a traveling minister from Philadelphia. He faces charges including second-degree luring, third-degree attempted uh, morals, uh, debauching morals of a child, and fourth-degree attempted criminal sexual contact. Others arrested include a Ridgewood police officer, a Bronx, New York high school teacher, drivers for two rideshare companies, a finance lead for an internet service provider, a bank branch officer, man, office manager, a barbershop owner, a dental hygienist, two takeout food delivery men, and others. The Bergen County Prosecutor's Office is prosecuting the case. The Attorney General's Office, working in conjunction with them, shared more details about the major statewide investigation that also netted a police officer, that high school teacher, along with Uber and Lyft drivers. The underage children were, in fact, undercover police officers. Most of the defendants were arrested when they arrived at the resident in Bergen County, uh, where they allegedly expected to find the victim home alone. Instead, investigators said they found law enforcement officers prepared to arrest them and process any evidence seized. All of the men arrested faced numerous charges for sex crimes against children. It's actually a great system because when the guys arrived and opened up the door, a can of paint swung down and hit them in the head. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, just like home alone. But it's an incredible plan. A man has been rescued from the sewer in Allentown after spending several days underground. Listen Cell phone video captured yeah. the moment the man ascended from the manhole Tuesday morning. Construction workers first heard the man yelling for help at the corner of Law and Walnut Streets. Uh, now, so I heard construction workers uh, heard him. So I'm thinking, well, he was a construction happened. Apparently not. No. Uh, after he was pulled out, he was taken to the hospital for hypothermia and dehydration. Firefighters say that there's not enough room to crouch down in the storm sewers. It's pretty much belly crawling. Uh, and this guy was just crawling around the sewers. He wasn't... For uh, days. For days. For fun? Days. I mean, obviously, they don't know they don't after know. a while. They don't know yet. It's crazy. <laughs> well, I'm curious. I actually have if, it in the bizarre file. Yeah, if he just simply uh, went down... To just see what it was like yeah. and got yeah. lost yeah. in the system in the, in the maze. Quite possible because oh, yeah, it's pitch black dark. They had to they had to yell down to him to lure him to where they were. Oh my god, I would freak out. Oh my god, yes, freak yeah. out. Yeah, 
Uh, so, Bring out! so they were, uh, yeah, they were, they were saying, you know, they kept making noise, so he would head in the direction of the noise because in a tunnel it's kind of hard to hear where sounds are coming from and stuff like that. And they eventually got him to where they could get him out of there. So I can pull it together, you know, <clears throat> when I'm in a situation that's that's fairly um, nerve wracking and, and calm myself. In a in a tight like yep. John McClane vent kind of sewage drain. Sewage <laughs> Dufresne. Uh, yeah, yeah right. that would be a tough one to stop myself from going full panic mode. Right. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned Andy Dufresne. That's what I was thinking about pressing. Like, if he did, he do you think he knew that it was going to end in five hundred yards, or he was just kind of hoping that it would end at some point? I don't know. We're going to find out. <laughs> Hopefully, he'll be very candid and forthcoming because we've got to hear this story. Police have not filed charges against him. The man did not reveal how and why he ended up in the pipes. In sports this morning. Ball sacks are yummy. The Phillies beat the New York Mets 6-0 last night in Queens. Best part of the game, Reese Hoskins hit a home run off reliever Jacob Rehm and taunted him with a slow jog around the bases the night after Rehm threw two fastballs at Hoskins' head. In the ninth, Hoskins hit a two-run shot over the wall in left field. It took him 34.23 <laughs> seconds to round the bases, the slowest trot in the majors this season. The Phils are back home tonight as they start a four-game weekend series against the Miami Marlins. Caleb Smith will get the start for Miami. Aaron Nola will go for the Phils. First pitch is scheduled for 7.05. There were two games in the NBA playoffs last night, both in the Western Conference. The Houston Rockets closed out their series against the Utah Jazz with a 193 win in Game 5. The LA Clippers sent their first-round series back home with a 129-121 Game 5 win over the Golden State Warriors in Oakland. And the NBA announced that the second-round series between the Raptors and the Sixers will begin on Saturday night in Toronto. Tip-off has yet to be determined. It will be either 7.30 or 8 o'clock. And in hockey, Brock McGinn scored the winning goal in double overtime of Game 7 as the Carolina Hurricanes beat the defending Stanley Cup champ Washington Capitals 4-3 to to advance to the Eastern Conference semifinals. Overall, it was one of the craziest first rounds in NHL history. Each conference top seed, all four division champions and the teams that met in last year's Cup Finals are all out. The Hurricanes are advancing to face the New York Islanders in the second round. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. A Thursday morning, the table is set. We are ready to dine upon, well, stuff like money, some cash that we have to give away, and that is a go-fund-yourself part. Part two, getting ready to wrap that up. We have today, tomorrow, and Monday, and then we're done. So don't miss your opportunity. It's a lot of money. It is. A lot of money that's given away. And a $10,000 grand prize that you could possibly win if you enter via the MMR app or WMMR.com. We'll get to the specifics on that around 8 o'clock. Uh, but we'll have a word for you to enter, and maybe you'll walk away $1,000 richer today and maybe ten grand richer next week. We'll find out about that. Uh, the ladies of Club Risque are stopping by today for a hottie camp. Tonight is uh, $2 drafts and a return of Club Risque's Calendar Girls from the past 20 years. How about that? Yeah, so... So I, is this sort of our uh, take your kids to work day? Or I, maybe that's yeah. it. Is today take your it kids is. to work day? It is, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's our version so of, our of, version of take your kids to yeah. work day. We're going to have uh, strippers in. I should have brought my kids to work today. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Daddy! So... <laughs> 
We'll see what uh, former calendar girls uh, show up here. We have known several over the years yes. from uh, Club Risque, but uh, we'll find out what that's all about later on. I'll let you know when they are here. Uh, we have some things to give away, including, you know what, tonight is our uh, sorority party. We're headed to Parks Casino. And it's from 6 to 8, and it's uh, Sisters and Suds. So we're going to be in their uh, beer garden, uh, which is this really cool addition that they've added on the past several months. And uh, all our ladies are going to get craft beer glasses to customize with Preston and Steve Zeta Eta Pi theme paint markers. And we'll have Zeta Eta Pi pins to give away to our new sisters. So I tell you what, let's take... Um, Let's take four callers right now, 215-263-WMMR. If you're at least 21 years of age, you can join us tonight. A little happy hour activity. Love to have you there. Always have a good time. Honestly, and if you can, I don't know what your work situation is or whatever the deal is. Obviously, there's a little bit of traffic and rush hour stuff to deal with. Get out there. Leave work a little early. Get yeah. out there at 6. We want to... This room is awesome. Yeah. And then with that retractable roof, yeah. it's going to add another element to it. Yeah, I hope... They're calling for rain. Are they? Let's open it anyway. Why not? Let's get yeah. soaking wet with Honestly, the Honestly, it'd be like a, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. What a t-shirt contest. Yeah. Uh, but anyhow, let's get you on board. Uh, four ladies now are at least 21 years of age, and if you bring a guest, they have to be a female and 21, and we will bring them into the fold of the Preston and Steve sorority Zeta Eta Pi. So we'll do some more giveaways uh, through the course of the morning. going to take a break, come back in a second. Uh, we'll get to the uh, stupid question entertainment report. There's a new most beautiful person that yes. we'll tell you about in a little bit. And in, congratulations uh, to yep. you, Preston. Uh, thank you. Well, I didn't want to tip the <laughs> I, hand. I didn't want to tip it, yeah. Uh, we'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Show your mom or the mother of your children that you love her to the moon and back with Steven Singer's beautiful I Love You to the Moon and Back diamond necklace for only $98. Free shipping, free personalized Mother's Day card exclusively at Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, this morning we continue our uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe questions for a stupid question. Uh, our friend uh, Craig Legans from uh, the comic book gurus gave me these. And we're going to give away for this particular question a pair of tickets to join Casey and Nick. They will be in a suite at the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series race at Dover International Speedway May 5th. So the question this time, I think it's a pretty easy one for anybody who follows the MCU. Of the six Infinity Stones, which one did Doctor Strange wear around his neck? 215-263-WMMR. Pretty easy one. But every now and then you got to have a gimme, all right? Uh, the six Infinity Stones, which one did Doctor Strange wear around his neck? 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. I have five birthdays to make you aware of on this particular Just five, huh? we're waiting for. Yeah, but they're good ones. All right. Uh, today is Thursday, April 25th. Uh, yeah, every single one of these is a good one. Renee Zellweger. We'll oh, start, yeah. Start with her. And a big one for her. Renee is 50 years old today. What's the status of her eyes? <laughs> they're open. See, they were squinty, and then they were open yeah. miraculously. Yeah. And they look like they might have gone back to squinty. Uh, you know what? I haven't seen her as of late, so I don't know. But I guess she is. Uh, Nick pulled up some photos of her uh, performing as Judy Garland. In with the open movie, eyes. In the movie Judy. Yeah, yeah. Her eyes are open in this one, so she's going to be uh, playing her. I guess that's the, the next thing on her uh List of uh, credits, and I guess you need that to read the script. Yeah, you need eyes. Yeah, to read, to the, read script, the script. So. Was, yeah, this picture is. I mean, that's honestly, you would not know that was Renee Zellweger. Yeah, it's pretty close to uh, how uh, uh, Judy Garland looked. Yeah, uh, so she's fifty today. Uh, the great Hank Azaria uh, is celebrating his fifty-fifth uh, birthday today. Super talented. Yeah, what's the show he's on right now? Bowl. Um, 
No, it's not bull. Something like that. He's a sports. Uh, it's one word. Yeah. The last name. Ah, son the of hell man. is it? It is called Brockmire. Brockmire. That's it. Nick just pulled that up. I hear that's a great show. And one that I have on my list to eventually get to. Well, yeah, he's, he's one of those characters that you uh, that is really sort of reprehensible, yep. but you love him anyway. And you'll appreciate it because you like uh, announcing. You like this, okay. you know that side of it. And sometimes when you're just bullcrapping your way through exa- everything that you're saying, he does that every game. You think about it's a good version. Uh, William Macy in uh, in uh, Sea Biscuit. Yep, yeah. same sort of thing. Yeah. Yep. But I tell you what, Hank Azaria, think about him, not only a talented actor and also voice actor, obviously, from The Simpsons all those years. If you see him in uh, Along Came Polly, that dude is in phenomenal shape. So they showed uh, when he was with uh, Helen Hunt and they shared an apartment together in the city, like a condo. They showed uh, pictures of the different rooms of the house. There was like a full gym gym in that facility. I believe it. it. That's the, I mean, he's... Well, look, Casey, you never saw the movie, but look at these pictures of him. Yeah. And uh, he's wearing these bikini briefs, but <laughs> the dude is just cut up. So uh, he stays on top of that. Uh, he's 55 years old today, by the way, Hank Azaria. Then you have Talia Shire. Ah. Uh-huh. Close ties to Philadelphia, obviously, with being Adrian and Rocky. How did you get so strong? Uh, that, how did you get so strong? Yeah, yeah. Talking to Hank Azaria? Yeah. <laughs> Talia Shire. Uh, so Talia Shire, yeah, and obviously uh, the Godfather movies as well. She's, um, she annoyed me initially in the Godfather movies, and now I appreciate what she's doing. You know, right. like, especially in Godfather 2, yeah. when she's uh, she goes through this metamorphosis, yeah. and uh, it's really good. But, yeah. it, I mean, come on, in, in, the, in Rocky uh, and, uh, you know... All the subsequent Rockies, she's the voice of reason, yeah, yeah. which is hard when you have, especially like in Rocky Five, when you have a clinically insane man that Do you're I married hear to. Reindeer on my roof. Do I told you, shut up. <laughs> I was listening. I was watching. I'm gonna hit you. I, I, I think I was listening to the promo or whatever. Yeah, and you said when he, when he claps his hands like that, that's him <laughs> that's hitting her right. in the face. Shut up. <laughs> You're ruining the whole, the whole reindeer thing. <laughs> my 17-year-old son still believes in Santa Claus. Yeah, you guys worked oh, on it. Stop the <laughs> I can't believe we'll just come up on the roof, will you? Hey, you know, will you? just landed there and crashed. And what, what do you think it is? Do There's, I hear reindeer on her. my roof? <laughs> you know, <laughs> shut up! It's a whole, you know, you're jumping ahead in the script. They had a script. Absolutely. Yeah, he wrote it in crayon. I was getting to that. Yeah. She jumped in early. Is your line. Is your line. He (laughs) says, take a beat. (laughs) Adrian reacts incredulously. This is written in crayon. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they they clearly had it planned out, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so Talia is uh, 73. I've said it many times. That was the best take. That was the one that made it to the movie. Right. That's the one they said is the keeper. Yeah. Uh, now, also celebrating the same birthday, uh, Al Pacino. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Speaking of the Godfather. So, all right, here's a super Connie tough question. Yeah. M- Michael Corleone, his greatest role of all time, right? Is- uh, oh, for Pacino? For Al Pacino, wow. Um, or do you see one that supersedes that? That's a really good question. Because there have been great legendary I love him in the movie Heat um Dog Day Afternoon he's Dog pretty Day amazing in man but um, because honestly Michael Corleone is a very restrained character mm-hmm. yeah but still god almighty he's so 
You know, don't insult my intelligence. Yeah. In fact, the only time you really see him wig out is when he finds out that uh, that his wife had the baby uh, aborted. Aborted. And that's when he, he goes over the top. And when he gets Hulk hands for Christmas. <laughs> he hated oh, that? Oh, he got stepbrothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the Al Pacino that everybody impersonates. I prefer... The over the top The one? over yeah. the... T- I, I, sorry, maybe... <laughs> that, that right. yeah. It's not that I don't like it, it's... Sometimes I I think that that Al Pacino is overrated. Do you know when he, Well, listen, looking at a movie's going back to like one of his first movies called Scarecrow with Gene Hackman or um, yeah, Dog Day Afternoon. And Preston points out is a brilliant performance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yes, can he chew up the scenery? Yeah, but sometimes it's really a lot of fun. Like in in uh, Devil's Advocate. Yes. Uh, you know, he's he's literally almost virtually ingesting the scenery. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but it's he's what he's supposed to be. I don't know. In um, Send of a Woman, when uh, when he's you know talking about being blind, he's like, I'm in the dark. Yeah. 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 He's he, it's emotionally you feel it. You know, I mean, yeah. So some I, I know what you're saying. The, the, the over the top thing can get to be a bit much. But there are times when it's right it's on the money. For, yeah. Uh, so he is 79 years old today, Al Pacino. And the last birthday is actor Jason Lee. Uh, yeah, the incredible music from, uh, Michael Giacchino, by the way. This music that we're hearing right now. I was just watching him last night in, uh, Vanilla Sky. He's, uh, in that movie with Tom Cruise. Plays his buddy. Yeah, two Scientologists, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, almost famous. He's wonderful in, and of course, some of uh, the uh, Kevin Smith movies. He was in Chasing Amy. So he's in the in the. Uh, he's also makes an appearance in the the reboot they just did of uh, oh, yeah? Jane Silent Bob. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Jason Lee. Yeah, he was uh, Syndrome in The Incredibles. Forty nine years old today. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. And of the six Infinity Stones, which one did Doctor Strange wear around his neck? Two one five two six three WMMR. The number. And I will go to Mike. Hey, Mike, good morning. Mike? You okay? I think so. All right. All so right. what is it? What's the uh, the stone, the infinity stone that he wears? The time stone? Time stone, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We did have somebody that was going to say the eye of Agamotto. That's what he had the stone in. Yes. Uh, but, Mike, hang on the line. We're going to get your information, and we are going to give you a pair of tickets to join Casey and Nick. In a suite for the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series race at Dover International Speedway. That's May 5th. You can celebrate Dover International Speedway's 50th anniversary during race weekend, which is May 3rd through the 5th. And for information and tickets, you can visit DoverSpeedway.com. I've really come to appreciate Doctor Strange, uh, the original movie, and uh, especially the ending, Preston, when he uses the powers of the Time Stone to just create an endless loop. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> that's... So I'm not going to beat you, but this is the way it's going to be forever. Yeah. So you want to bargain? Yep. Yeah. Did it's it until, great. Until they got bored. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, moved on. All right. So the two most prominent figures in the college admission scandal, Felicity Huffman and Lori Loughlin, are taking completely opposite approaches to their legal case. While Huffman has pleaded guilty and issued a mea culpa that expressed shame and regret, Laughlin is pleading not guilty and claiming that she had no idea what she was doing was uh, against the law. Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> Laughlin and her husband, uh, Mosimo Giannulli, planned to mount a defense saying that they had no idea that shelling out the $500,000 to get their daughters Bella and Olivia Jade in the University of Southern California was illegal. Uh, according to a source, they said, uh, you read the complaint and they look like credible masterminds, but they really 
didn't know the legalities of what was going on. They're not lawyers and they're not experts. They were parents who simply wanted to make sure that their daughters got into a good school. See, this is going to be hurt by the fact that uh, you have that um, Massimo. Is that how his name is pronounced? I always said Massimo because right. of the clothing line. Oh, okay. So maybe yeah. that's, in fact, he is, a, that's his. That's his clothing industry. line. Okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, okay. so so I was wondering. Um, I don't know clothing lines. If, if uh, you know, the stuff that you had the Revelation Preston earlier about him as, as a kid or a younger man bilking his parents out of money and uh, showing a more devious way of accruing wealth. Yeah. That, so, you know, he doesn't, he's not a piker when it comes to this and manipulation. Yeah. So it's gonna, I think it's going to be hard to convince a court but that all, they, they were completely ignorant to what they were doing. I'm a little concerned because, I mean, I'm admitting this now, but Rochelle and I uh, offered up uh, three quarters of a million dollars to Montgomery County Community College. Oh. And what did they say? They're working on it. They're working on it. Yeah, yeah we haven't gotten official acceptance yet. But, but you didn't. You didn't know. How I about the know. Preston <laughs> Elliott Center for Children that want to learn good and read good too? <laughs> read gooder. But I just don't know if we didn't know this is illegal. Is a it's not a valid I didn't defense. Know. What? I'm sorry. I, then I would never have shot you. Uh-huh. Yeah, but all right. So I would never have robbed this bank if I knew it was illegal. Let me ask you: If you're driving down a stretch of road, right? And you're going 55, and it's a 35, but there was no, like, let's say one of the, the street signs was knocked you're over. You're still in violation of law. Yeah, right? but, but you may have a case in that regard. If it's Guilty not, with if, an explanation. If, it, if it's not posted, uh-huh. um, and the previous stretch of road maybe was a different speed limit and you were going that speed limit, you'd, you'd have some room to work mm. with um, because there was a, a mistake by the state in, you know in something like that, I would imagine. Guilty with an explanation was going to be Oswald's defense <laughs> uh, <laughs> until uh, Jack Ruby shot him. But, uh, yeah. Wait yeah, a second. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Your Honor, <laughs> I, have an I did it, but, <laughs> but I thought he was an a-hole. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is he shooting an agent? Yeah. Is guilty with an explanation a thing? Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, it, it is. is. Mm-hmm. It, oh. In, depending on... I've I've heard and read it used before, Case. I don't know where and when you can use that and when it's not applicable, whether it be federal or state or whatever level. Uh, but anyhow, uh, one major issue, uh, TMZ points out, is that Gia Newley spent $100,000 or sent $100,000 directly to an assistant athletic director, which may look like a straight-up bribe instead of the less direct but more technically legal horse trading that often goes on at elite colleges like parents funding a new school building and then their children get in, that type of thing. And so, okay, we'll see how this plays out. I'm fascinated with this whole deal, but they're much more behind the eight ball now because of their uh, not taking that original plea deal. Yeah. They, they were forced to plead innocent. Wait. Nick found a, uh, a a legal precedent. What is this, Nick? No, it's not an excuse. Ignorance is not an excuse. Ignoratia juris non exuset. Yes. Uh, and apparently, ignorance of the law excuses no one is a legal principle holding that a person who is unaware of a law may not escape liability for violating that law merely because one was unaware of its content. Do you know who set the case precedent here, Preston? Mm -hmm. It was Nell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 She was was ignorant of all laws. Ignoratia. This is her summation. Well, we're going to take that into consideration. Yes, Nell. Ignoratia juris non excusat tie tie. That's yes. really what it's called. I'm very curious about your assertion that you're very tight. <laughs> what scares me are like tax laws, for instance, right? Like I, every year I pay my taxes and I'm I, so tight. I like. And yeah. I, I get concerned that at some point I'm going to get uh, what's that? Pinched, audited, audited. Yeah, pin, audited, and and then I go, well, 
Man, I thought I was doing everything right. It's not like you know it, I mean? it doesn't happen periodically, but do, when, do you do you prepare your own taxes? Uh, I I um I show no. up and I sign my name. Yeah, okay. so you're covered. That, yeah. That's why you pay them. Okay, not necessarily. <laughs> All right, I mean, Nick had us. You're not going to go to jail for it. You'll have to fix. They'll have to fix it. Yeah, I got audited. Yeah. But it was not Nick's fault. No. Okay, so moving on. Uh, meanwhile, Instagram influencer Olivia Jade, you know, Lori Laughlin's daughter, yes, yeah. uh, who was reportedly on the outs with her mother over the scandal, is now speaking to her mom again. Oh, uh, that's nice. The source says Olivia was angry with her parents first and now realized they were just trying to do what's best for her. Uh, she loves her mom and dad very much, but is especially close with Lori. We need the sweet Brady Bunch music. Here. Oh, uh, yes. The, the, so, the patching of the relationship. Uh, Laughlin and Giannulli are reportedly facing 20 to 40 years behind bar. Bars while behind the bar, they have to work. <laughs> they got to be a bar back. Uh, meanwhile, Huffman may be looking at a year. Thanks Mom, for a I, deal. I may have flown off the handle when you completely ruined my endorsement deal. Mm-hmm. All right, so People Magazine has dubbed 47 year old Jennifer Gardner as 2019's most beautiful person. I love she this. is a beautiful person. She's a great choice. Legitimately beautiful on the outside, but I think what makes her more beautiful is the kind, clearly kind person that she is. Yeah, so it's not just her picture-perfect looks, but also her activism and laid-back and supportive approach to her divorce from Ben Affleck. As is standard procedure, upon revealing most beautiful status, Gardner swung by the Ellen DeGeneres show to unveil the cover, confessing, you guys are the first people to know, my mom doesn't know, my sisters, my kids, nobody knows. And then she said, People is now a magazine for AARP. She was joking around. <laughs> and she said, you know how many times that I've been here and I've never been more nervous than I am today? I guess I just thought you guys would boo. Like you guys are expecting, uh, uh, how do you say her, Kaya Gerber? Oh, just Cindy Crawford. Oh, yeah, Cindy Crawford's daughter, yeah. Uh, and it's me. And I feel like bolting. I feel like I should go, you know what I mean? Because it's so ridiculous, it's silly, but it's nice, she said. She told people that the compliment she hears most frequently is that she's prettier in person than I am on screen, which is, I'm sure, nice to hear for her. Well, I think the proof of what someone is actually made of is uh, was evidenced when she interceded for Ben Affleck mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and made sure that he got into his... Uh, yeah. Sober living. It was a good move. Uh, she also revealed she doesn't read anything about herself in the media. She said, zero, not only do I not read comments, I work very hard to not see the pictures, to not read articles, or to know what's out there at all. And it's not that I don't care. It's that I care too much. Instagram is a different story because I don't get a lot of people being mean on there. So Yeah, she says she doesn't pay attention to a lot of that. In fact, she just found out recently that you have to pay taxes. Preston. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's in for a rude awakening. <laughs> Hey, John Stamos and his wife, uh, Caitlin McHugh, had an unusually memorable birth experience. John Stamos. Yes, the 55-year-old Fuller House star, uh, who, by the way, refers to himself as the baby whisperer. John Stamos. uh, Tells people that McHugh went to the doctor with contractions but was told that it was a false alarm. John Stamos. He said the doctor said, why don't you go home and have a glass of wine? Uh, She normally doesn't drink and hadn't for months. And, but that seemed to get things mo- moving, and McHugh, who Stamos, Stamos described as hammered, went, Stamos. went into labor. Uh, the first few weeks were scary, they recall. He said uh, he wasn't fully baked, so that was very scary in the beginning. Uh, he was very, very small, fragile, little. Every time he fell asleep, you're like, please wake up. And we were constantly checking to make sure that he was still breathing, which, by the way, for those of you who are expecting kids, is a common thing when you have a baby. It's It's normal to... Go by the crib and just be going. Are they breathing? Please be breathing. Please be alive. It's just a, it's an innate fear that you have. Jace is seven, and just the other day, I was like, I 
why do I feel like I have to go into his room and check right, on, like right. on, the, on the way out to go to come to work? Yeah. And I went in and I was like, okay, yeah, here. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> Quick question. Um, so when you're just like trying to get things going as far as the actual birthing, I've heard sex. Yeah, sex. Is that physically possible? That oh, yeah. It far into, okay. Spicy mm-hmm. foods. There's yeah. all kinds of. Lots. Yes, you can have sex at full term. Uh, from what I understand. So. <laughs> Ew, get away from me. Uh, but I mean, honestly, to, to stir things up. <laughs> wait, something's got it. Yeah, yeah. That's what somebody, that's the wait, fear. That's that, what somebody said to me. A guy friend of mine says, I don't know, like, I feel like maybe like a hand's going to grab right. it or something. And then well, you, you're almost ensuring that the kid will be born and will win every hot dog eating contest. That's a, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I don't, um, man, it, yeah, it's just a weird thing. But I also... I've heard all those things from spicy food to sex to, yeah. uh, you know, w- w- like a warm bath. Can you, all that stuff. Yeah, walking is supposed to be one as well. There's, the uneven parallel bars. Several, several yeah. different things. But uh, what's that stuff they give you that moves along? Pitocin. Pitocin, that's it, yeah. I can't believe I knew that. Uh, so, Modern Family star Sarah Hyland has uh, navigated several life-threatening health challenges in the past decade between hospitalizations and surgeries to treat her kidney dysplasia. Uh, to managing her endometriosis, she has had more to contend with than most people will experience in a lifetime. She's had a ton of surgeries. Yeah, the 28-year-old discussed her self-care strategy uh, with people explaining that uh, balance is key for her. Uh, she said it really is this balance of mental, emotional, and physical reality. So if you're feeling mentally and emotionally drained or if you're in a very dark space, you have to pull the string on the other side to lift you up out of that. Uh, that means for her working out, and she admits to having had trouble getting to the gym since undergoing a second kidney transplant. Can you imagine that? In September 2017. I would, I would freak. The, the notion of, you know, I, I've had, so I've had a, a couple of things, but but uh, nothing like that. And, no. uh, you know, could you see yourself grunting to do an exercise knowing that you just had kidney replacement surgery? Hey, you know what? I've never done this before. Can I do a mid-celebrity story shard out? Do yeah. it! I got this from uh, Amanda Veneziel. I th- I'm not sure how to pronounce her name. She's from Harleysville, my area, but she wrote me and said, my husband, John, and I are huge fans. Back in 2001, we met. I introduced him to the show, and he's been hooked ever since. We've been married since 2004. We've had our ups and downs. Couldn't imagine uh, life any other way. In 2016, he was diagnosed with a stage four renal failure and had to immediately be put on dialysis since he had no kidney function and his body was filling up with bacteria. He's been type one diabetic since he was 11 and has beaten a lot of the odds and warnings they gave him when he was diagnosed 34 years ago. But April 16th, after many false alarms, he got the call. There was a perfect match for a kidney. That's awesome. Kidney slash pancreas transplant. Wow. Rushed down to U of Penn Hospital. And he was wheeled in the surgery and he's been in and out of ICU since the surgery due to some internal bleeding. But he is getting stronger every day. He's an amazing dad to our two boys, and with us expecting one more, I'm so happy his quality of life will be improved, and I'm so proud of him and want him to know he will no longer be diabetic and has full functioning uh, function of his kidney. Please give him the perfect shart out. And it's got to be a tongue. She says, so that's from Amanda for her son, John, or not her son, her, her husband, John. So let's fire that up. Yeah! <laughs> so that's Amanda Veneziali, I guess is how you say the last name, and her, and her husband, John. So I thought that was a nice story. Preston, when I was getting my uh, achalasia procedure, which is like a little one-night thing in the hospital, nothing nothing big at all, 
uh, I was there, and there was a family that where there uh, somebody that they knew was in there receiving a kidney transplant. So wow. donating the whole thing, and, and it was an amazing thing to see. There was this joy and this nervousness, but this it was an amazing, you know, I, I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. These, all, all these people gathered together to, to help save someone's life. By the way, Sarah Hyland now, instead, she's focusing, uh, instead of working out, on treating her skin. And she described the process in a new waterproof book for the brand Oil of Olay. Ooh, it sounds like an endorsement there. I know. Yeah. But she goes on to talk about how the the, uh, the Olay Moisture Ribbons Plus Body Wash uh, has really been working for her. This is really important news, I think. Ooh, I because a lot of people have dry skin or skin that is dry to the touch. Right. And they just don't know what to do, Preston. Right. Well, they can You're use... saying her, her recommendation... Oil of Olay. Olay Moisture uh, moisture, moisture Ribbon Plus Body I, Wash. I'm sorry. I picked the Mustard. Yeah. <laughs> I feel a little violated right now. That story is just a long, drawn-out endorsement for Oil of Olay. You know what, though? Yes. In, everything, in some way, is connected to... Uh, a commercial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess you're right. All right. Anyhow, there's uh, full statements, but I'm not going to go into that, uh, Casey, so I'll save you that. <laughs> From the Oil Olay CEO. Uh, All right. How about this? Lawyers for Bill Cosby filed a bail application on his behalf on Wednesday. Are they still at it? Accusing a judge, <laughs> yeah, who sentenced him to prison of being uh, part of a racist plot against him. Wow. And uh, according to the uh, post on Cosby's Instagram... Uh, it says, his dishonorable conduct makes me smile because this judge is being exposed and it shows that this is bigger than me. Mm. Uh, he said, O'Neal. These are all big re- revelations. He said, O'Neill now has his formula tried, true, and tested to destroy any black man and or colored man in America. Mm. Okay. Uh, uh, they're so really trying for anything. They're, they're doing the race card now. Yep. Uh, and soon they'll be on to Oil of Olay. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, so he's serving uh, three to ten years after being convicted of assaulting Andrea Constan. Hey, I wanted to ask you, because where you are, you're just miles from him. Sometimes as we drive by, yeah. we say, hi, Bill. <laughs> Now, yeah, you it's can't, pretty wild. You can't. Can you actually see the facility now? Because I know they put yeah. up like a like a knoll around, like a. I can see the lights, no problem. Okay, I mean where where I am, all you have to do is look out my front door, and you see it lit up. You I think... told you when we first moved there, we're like, I wonder if it's like a shopping center or something <laughs> over there. No, it's just a state prison. State prison. <laughs> is there any vantage point at which you could see like the the yard? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Could it, if you're to fly a drone up high enough? Oh yeah. You could. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I have yeah, a drone. Get a video yeah. of them. Yeah. Uh, but what it's, are you waiting for? But they Bill, have... it's Preston Elliott from the Preston and Steve show. Little speaker on my drone. <laughs> Remember we tried for years to get you on the show? There <laughs> is, uh, but they, but the, the, the stretch of road that drives by with the clearest view, they built up like a, a, a levee of sort, like a berm. Uh, to because there are houses by there and it's kind of unsightly, yeah. so you can't see directly. But at some points on the road, it goes up high enough where you can look in and you can you can see. Interesting, the yeah. because he is he's allowed. Obviously, uh, from what he said, he has they're actually pretty cool to him there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah. not having any issues. Well, no. and I wonder when they're going to move him because he's not staying there. Right, he, he's going to the sitcom jail. Right, yeah. Where I wonder if all sitcom stars are kept. <laughs> 
Who all would be in there? Well, wow. you would have, uh, for, for a time, you would have had Dana Plato. You would have had right. uh, Todd Bridges. Todd Bridges. You would have had, uh, who else? Hey, dude, Tim Allen would have been there. Tim yeah, Allen would have been there for a short time. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, really? What was Tim Allen? Oh, early on, he was a Coke dealer. Coke dealer, yeah. But that was that was before he was on TV. He was a just getting into comedy. TV set you right. Yeah. Yeah, bring everybody on the right path. All right, so anyhow, uh, what else we have here? Let's go to the Royals. Uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are set to welcome their first child together. Harry! Harry! Uh, any day now. <laughs> and when they do... Harry! Uh, Meghan... <laughs> Your hands are freezing! <laughs> uh, one of the greatest sort of just side jokes yeah. in a movie that actually gets me every time. Yeah. They're free. They're freezing. Well, Harry's freezing. <laughs> my, hand, my hands, my hands, and are numb. Lloyd is wearing two sets of gloves. Yeah. His hands are sweating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've had two pairs of gloves this whole time. <laughs> yeah. What is, what, what's the, what is it when they're just going? That's <laughs> 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 the scooter. <laughs> And he's frozen to his back. He's got oh, the big frozen snot thing. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, yeah, back to the Royals. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. Uh, Megan is hoping to have have three months off instead of the possible royal year that she could ask for. Uh, from what? Sorry. I didn't mean you to just sniff. just had breakfast. Yeah. A lot of snot. Just had a snot tart. Figured I'd just do some snot sucking on this, uh, <laughs> this break. Shut up. A royal source... Tells the son that Megan has made it very clear that she wants to return to work as soon as possible. She has huge amounts of energy, is extremely determined, and wants to be as hands-on as possible with her charities. Another news, her estranged father, Thomas, who famously canceled his plans to walk her down the aisle right before the wedding, will reportedly not be well, a welcome There's figure a bunch of bullcrap. in the baby's life. Of course he's not going to be. He hasn't shut up. Yeah. If he was to really, I think he needs to go... A, a year or two without yeah. anything, and then perhaps reach out to her, not through the media, and see if they can, you know, re uh, reforge those bonds. Yep. Uh, a couple more quick things. Uh, ben Affleck, as we were talking about earlier, with Jennifer Garner being one of the most uh, the most beautiful woman in the world, beautiful in every sense, uh, has signed on to direct and star in a movie called Ghost Army. Uh, it's a World War II film. Uh, from Universal Pictures. I love what we're Totally doing. down with this. Yeah. <clears throat> and I was reading the subject matter, and I think he's a perfect director for uh, it. True Detectives Nick uh, Pizzolato penned the script, which is based on the Rick Byer and Elizabeth Sales book, The Ghost Army of World War II, How One Top Secret Unit Deceived the Enemy with Inflatable Tanks, Sound Effects, and Other Audacious Fakery. And it's completely true. You've yeah. seen specials on the History Channel, how they were able to make the Germans think we had far more tanks and... Yep. I mean, yeah. I, I, even to the point of, like, cardboard cutouts and things yep. of that nature. The Germans did some similar stuff, too. Yeah. It was a, it was a tactic that was used. But, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested in that stuff. Should be pretty cool. You know, they used to also, uh, during the Normandy invasion, they were dropping um, what, like, they were about three or four feet tall. Uh, they were soldiers, you know, little, little mannequin soldiers with the parachutes. And uh, they had firecrackers that would go off once they landed. So. Yeah. But to the to the Nazis at night, you sure. can't you can't tell size. It appeared yep. to be legitimately oh, real wow. soldiers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then one last story: Kathy Griffin has signed on to host this year's Shorty Awards. Uh, she is a finalist herself in the Best Celebrity category. Uh, she's competing with Joe Biden, Jonah Hill, uh, Lil Makila, 
Reese Witherspoon and Russell Brand. I don't know what the shorty wore. Here it goes. It's it's, they it's purely the, based on height. They best uh, they honor the best of social media oh. by, rec- by recognizing influencers, brands, and organizations on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and more. Uh, the 11th Annual Shorty Awards will take place uh, May 5th at 6 p.m. at the PlayStation Theater at New York's Times Square. So how many years way, ago were there too many awards? Uh, several years ago. <laughs> By the way, Kathy Griffin, I, I saw uh, a feature on, I think it was Sunday morning several weeks ago, about her. She has become filthy rich. Oh, uh, really? how? Yes. How? By doing live engagement. So she's not on TV anymore. Right. But she gets hired to come out and do her routine. So like businesses and Regularly. Things? And she's making tens of millions of dollars doing it. Everything since the whole uh, Trump thing. Yeah. Uh, she is, she's actually gained, uh, she was, you know, ostracized from television. Uh, but she's found a whole other side of her career and she just makes oodles of money. And they showed her at her house and everything. And it's. It's massive. It's wow. pretty wild. So That's wild. Yeah. So I anyhow, do that. Uh, the show will also live stream on Twitter, YouTube, and at shortyawards.com. All right. We're ready for clips. Really the highlight of the entertainment report. Of course it is. From another section of the Marvel Universe, Cloak and Dagger features two teenagers dealing with their newfound superpowers. Here, Aubrey Joseph discusses how much input he had with his character. Here we go. It's the only thing that surprised me was how much creative control they allowed us to have. You know, after we spent that amount of time working on Tyrone and Tandy, we, we have an idea of who they really are and, you know, what they would do or maybe what they wouldn't do. So it was just surprising, you know, that everyone is so down to just be a team and make sure that the best story is told. I don't <laughs> give a f- uh, Cloak and Dagger <laughs> airs tonight. Eight o'clock, that's on Freeform. Here's the next clip. In Chambers, a woman survives a heart transplant but begins to develop new personality traits, causing her to become obsessed with her donor. In this clip, uh, Steven uh, Alira, I guess? Yes. uh, Talks about the toughest part of playing her character, Sasha. For me, it was playing, like, emotional jumping jacks all day. It was, um, you know, it's going from ecstatically happy with your boyfriend to, like, scary, spooky demon things are happening and now you're terrified and, like, screaming bloody murder. I don't give a f***. By the way, her name is uh, Stephen Alira Rose. That is her full name. Is this a supernatural thing here? Uh, I don't know. Um, but it's about a you know heart transplant and her taking on the, the personality. So who huh. knows? Or she becomes obsessed with her, her donor. Chambers will be available for streaming on Netflix uh, tomorrow, by the way. There's a, there's a couple of uh, zombie-ish and uh, new horror movies debuting on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a new one that's very bird boxes. Did you see the coming attractions for that one? <sighs> Does is the the cover photo whatever it yeah. will be for the for the preview is have like a uh, like a person with a gray messed up face? That's one of them. Okay. Yeah, I that's don't know which one, one that is. Okay, yeah. yeah. There's, I don't know. there's one that's actually like a it's actually basically sounds like a remake or a, in the vein of a quiet place. Hmm. Uh, and no, it's, it's but with I'm Stanley interested. Tucci. Stanley Tucci's in it? Yeah. Okay, cool. I love him, man. 
Uh, all right. Anyhow, that's what I got for you. Entertainment report this morning. Let us take a break. Uh, we want to come back in a little bit. And uh, later on, your chance to win some money this morning. Remember, we're winding down with Go Fund Yourself, too. So uh, today, tomorrow, and Monday, that's it. Don't miss those opportunities five times a day. Uh, today, tomorrow, and Monday. We start that at 8 o'clock. So we'll get the details for you in just a little bit. By the way, the name of that show is called The Silence, Steve. Ah, there you go. Stanley Tucci. Uh, Nick just pulled up that information. Hey, we'll be back in a minute. Stay with us, all right? Kathy Romano hosts the 12th annual Kathy's Cuts, benefiting wigs for kids Friday, May 3rd at True Beauty Concepts in Southampton, PA. Hey everyone, get your ponytails ready for the chopping block. We're asking you to cut your hair for a great cause, Wigs for Kids. Their mission, helping children look themselves and live their lives. You'll need at least 12 inches of hair to donate and with what's left, the skilled stylist from three amazing hair salons, Gravity, David Arnold, and Tierre will cut and style your new do. Go to PrestonandSteve.com for guidelines and to make a donation appointment. Kathy's Cuts, benefiting wigs for kids. Refreshments provided by Metro Beverage Philadelphia and Panera Bread. 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. We'll do the um, Go Fund Yourself 2 coming up uh, around 8 o'clock, so get yourself set to win some money. It'd be nice. I saw this on BuzzFeed. This is great. You know, we've talked about odd things around the house before, and I'll give you an example, like the poop knife. Oh, yeah. Which we found out is actually more common than people realize. We thought it was like something from the onion. Like yeah. uh, mm-hmm. th- that's clearly too ridiculous. But however, it is a yeah. family tradition. Some people keep a knife in the bathroom in case their bowel movement's too big. You can use a knife, reach in the toilet, and cut it up so it flushes easier. Like a Play-Doh Fun Factory. Whatever. Who knew? Okay. So I saw this list on BuzzFeed, and it is the weirdest rules that people had to follow while they were growing up. And there's some great examples, and I invite you to call in with anything similar to this or whatever you want to add to this list. So I'll give you a few examples here. We'll start with this. Um, This person wrote in and said salt was for guests only. (laughs) So salt salt only came out when the guests were there? Yep. Uh, and, uh, the, and, and what were they? What were they told? Did it say what they were told? Why they couldn't so, use it without guests? Sometimes they don't explain why. Just that this salt is the way is for it guests. was. So it's salt was for guests only. It says the actual use of spices was very looked down on in my oh house. Oh my gosh! So and, and was seen as a huge insult to my mom and dad, even though they're absolutely horrid cooks. Uh, <laughs> well, did you ever hear of um, if somebody asks for the salt, you have to hand them the salt and the pepper? That's considered proper like etiquette. etiquette. Okay. Yeah, correct. Well, what is this? If if somebody says pass the salt, you're supposed to pass the salt and pepper. At like the they're same supposed time. to stay together. It's yeah. like an Emily Post. Thing. Exactly. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, I've yeah. been violating that all my life. Yeah. In I, fact, I, ra- I rarely hand them the salt when they ask. Once I found out about that, I started noticing people that do that mm-hmm. more often, and they'll they'll grab both of them. Say if you're, especially if you're where there are other people. Uh, strangers, maybe at like a, a wedding reception yes. or something like that. I always hand them my shoe. Okay, yeah, well, that's and that nice. was confusing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. All right, how about this? Uh, my dad made up this rule to stop my big brother from asking about <laughs> getting a dog every 10 seconds. <laughs> we had neighbors on both sides who already had dogs. So the rule was that only every other house in the neighborhood could have a dog. <laughs> oh, yes, that's awesome. <laughs> that's great. And he said my brother believed it for most of his <laughs> life. Aww. That was the rule. Good idea. Only every other house. Every other yep. house. Yep. 
Wow. That's actually, well. Kathy, your, your mom oh, probably would what? fall under this okay. category. I'm not another one I'm going to uh, read, but the whole, you know. Uh, I'm try- I know, as you're going through, yeah. I'm trying There's to There's bugs think- in the candy. Don't eat them. Yeah, but I'm just trying to think <laughs> of a weird rule that we, the only thing I can think of is like words we weren't allowed to say where you guys will probably be like, re- like we weren't allowed to say hate. Okay. Ever. Yeah, you know what? Rochelle went through that. Yeah, you could say the C word all the time. <laughs> when the kids were really young, she was like, you know, hate. We, we can't use that word. Yeah. And I eventually, after a while, I'm like, hang on a second. You can hate broccoli, okay? That's okay. But hating another person, person right. is maybe a different story. Right. It, or try to find another word that's not Let quite daddy so harsh. do that. Yeah, yeah, right. That's my <laughs> yeah. job. I'm but the that, hater. That yeah. went, like, that went pretty long like i could see how that's kind of like you know fade away and yes you can hate broccoli but i mean i remember being like in high school and still not being able to say that whether it was broccoli or not we had to provide a list at the end of the week of everyone we hated and if we hadn't (laughs) added names to it we were sent to our rooms maybe that's why i hate everything now because i wasn't allowed to when i was (laughs) yes overcompensation (laughs) all right i love this one uh this person said i couldn't recline or lay my body down at all if my boyfriend was over, oh. my mom thought that me laying down would give them thoughts. Yes. Seductive? Wait. No, that was that was definitely 100% a rule in my house. Are you serious? Yes. Yes. You could not lounge or look comfortable. <laughs> in front of your, in front of a perspective. In front of boys. Boy? Boys. A boyfriend or a, a, any boy? Or just a male. What about if, if your brothers had well, that's uh, just different. a male? <laughs> that's different. No, I'm saying not your brothers, but your brothers had oh, friends over. No, they weren't allowed to either. Listen to this. The the, the person goes on to say, I, I once put my feet up on the couch while my fiance was over and my mom got pissed because she thought I was trying to turn him on. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Take a look at this. Yeah. Can you see my cooter up there? <laughs> wow. My mom wrote that. It's funny how, but uh, you know, that's a, uh, in many t- ways, that's a carryover from what they were taught. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, Dude, a lot of it, it traditions just, yeah. are that. Here's another one. Uh, my grandmother said not to poop during a lightning storm. Why? Because a bolt of lightning <laughs> might strike the pipe and electrocute me. Well, yeah. we, we, there is, is there, there any, all the bathroom stuff? All the bathroom yeah. stuff. Showers. Yeah. Being uh, on the phone. Douching. Douching yeah, while anything, during an electric, even electric like the, storm. the phone thing, it was like when we had a cordless phone, it was like, it's not going to... Was there any merit to that ever? Is that right, Justin? Because you ha- you're honestly, at that point, you are hardwired. To, there are phone lines. Was there any potential risk of being on the phone at that time? I don't know. Not, don't not really. Know. No, I mean, like, it's like being in a car uh, when the lightning strikes. People used to think that it was the tires that protected you. Right. It's it's really not. The, t- the lightning is uh, so strong that it's going to be able to pass through it's, a half an inch of rubber to get to the, you know, to the ground. It's it's the frame it's that okay, surrounds I you It's okay, I have all weathers on. Yeah, and the, the, the tires aren't protecting you from lightning. All right, so, yeah. Listen to this one. I love, this is out of the UK. It says, uh, I wasn't allowed to put sugar in my tea because my mom told me that when you go to prison, they don't let you have sugar, so it will make prison that much harder for you. Why are you Why are you prepping for prison? Oh, prepping your kids for prison. You know, when you eventually end up in prison, you want to make sure tea is a uh, is much more. Oh no, I'm seeing. I see what she says. Yeah. <clears throat> so you'll be able to. to this deal. is discouragement to end up in prison. Um. Well, no. Or am I reading this no, wrong? I think I think it's to prepare for prison. If you get locked up. 
then you won't have to be so upset about the fact that they don't have sugar. Now You're I see. Used okay, to it. I'm cool, guys. And My mom made sure I didn't have sugar, so please. And he, I, he goes on to write, number one, thanks for having so much faith in me, Mom. Yeah, seriously. And number two, I'm pretty sure you're allowed sugar for your tea in prison. <laughs> Does it say whether that mom addressed forced prison sodomy? Not, uh, no, he doesn't go into great detail in this. We weren't allowed to put sugar in cereal. Okay, just because it it's unhealthy and yeah. it's not good for you. Were any. you allowed to eat sugary cereal? No. Right. No. No. Yeah, Cheerios, Cheerios Raisin Bran, Kix. Yeah. Yeah, Kix was when we went crazy. And uh, what was the other one? The um, Is it Chex? A rice checks? Yeah. Man. Oh, man. I would add sugar to Frosted Flakes. <laughs> what? I mean, the frosting is sugar on the flakes. We and... would eat sugar cubes as cereal. Wow. That's, yeah. That, I, honestly, uh, that, yeah, I... Uh, when at I would the, go to my cousin's house, at the end of the cereal, you'd drink the milk. When they, like my cousins had Fruit Loops and every sugar sugary cereal that existed, it was like going to Shangri La. Okay, here's a, these, <laughs> these are so great. Here's another. These are strange rules that you had to grow up with. Feel free to call them with yours. I'll get to these calls in a moment. Uh, this one says, "My dad had diverticulitis. That's uh, pockets in the intestine. Yes, and couldn't eat sesame seeds among other things. It'd be excruciating. So." When we would eat fast food sandwiches, everyone had to give their bottom buns to dad in exchange for his top buns. However, this reasoning was never explained. And it was this way uh, from before I was born. So I was literally, I was in college before I realized that that wasn't normal. I thought it was just dad privilege to have two bottom buns. So, uh, okay, they, uh, they never bothered to explain they it. They didn't explain it to the kid. That's funny. Just give Dad your bottom bun. So were the kids all eating hamburgers that were top and bottom round buns? Sesame seeds, I guess. I, I, I don't know. Uh, which, actually, that'd be pretty cool. I'd if you had two Thank top you. buns, I'd do that. More sesame seeds, I'm on board. Let me go to some calls, and uh, I'll go to Tyler. <laughs> hey, Tyler, good morning. Hey, good morning, you crumb bums. Hey, crumb, crumb bums. bums. All right, so uh, the strange rule you had growing up. Yeah, so it kind of falls very indicative of Kathy's probably mm-hmm. upbringing. But every, uh, just about until I had my license, I had to open every public door that my father brought me to with my elbow. Yep. <laughs> you, had to, you had to do the yeah, same thing? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like we didn't get in trouble if we didn't. But, like, yeah, it was kind of like, oh, you touched the door. How would you, like, for a pull door, how do you do that? That's problematic. Uh, yeah, so stand in front of it, put your arms kind of up to your neck and, Place your elbows against the door and open it up. Put Dude, your are we didn't go that far. <laughs> yeah, you're going to snap your spine trying to open a door. Yeah, yeah, but so right. what about what about the concept? Were you ever told to just have like a, a tissue or a handkerchief at the ready? Uh, I, I did not. wasn't all that smart. However, if it was a push door, I would boot it. You okay. would boot it. Yeah. Okay. It all was right, mainly thanks, so. So for us, it was mainly um, leaving a public bathroom. Like you just washed your hands, so don't touch the door. And then also, and I'm not kidding, if it was a restaurant and the windows had like fingerprints or marks on them, it meant it was dirty, so we couldn't okay. touch those doors either. Wow. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Kurt next. Hi, Kurt. Morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, buddy? So um, this actually isn't my rule. It's uh, the rule that my wife grew up with. Okay. And I'm pretty sure she's actually listening to you guys on her drive-in <laughs> right now. All right, let's have it. She's like screaming at the radio. Um, her mother forced her and her sister um, anytime they had a snack to have to eat it on the uh, kitchen mat, right? So, like, anytime they well, they had to sit on the kitchen mat rather to to eat the snack. Um, not that big of a deal, I guess. But anytime they would go, you mean like a doormat or something? 
Yeah, you know, like in kitchens, there's like the the mat on the ground. Yeah, yeah like, if you're standing in front of the sink or something like that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they had to sit on that to have a snack. They had- um, they were so well trained that when they would go to friends' houses, anytime was snack time, oh, no. they'd run to the kitchen mat, and the mothers would just be like. What have you done to these children? So they, they would walk into the kitchen and see these kids sitting by the sink on the mat? Yeah, waiting for a snack. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I, I You try, know this case? No, 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 no. But just because my kids are slobs, um, I try to implement, like, you're not allowed to eat yeah. in this room or that or room. Or on the couch. Or on the couch. And or with your legs spread. And then like, you find crumbs everywhere, and you're like, mm, I guess they did it anyway. Well, and so, you know, my son is famous for sitting in front of the TV to play Fortnite, and he just leaves all his stuff there, and then, all right, you got to go to bed. And he le- he leaves everything that he was eating and drinking <laughs> yeah. in front of him. And I'm like, dude, no. you're going to kill our dog. You're going to kill our dog because you're leaving all this nonsense, you know, like sugar-free whatever and Dogs are allergic to aspirin. Not allergic. Yeah, what? There are issues. No, you're exactly right. There are issues. It's it now. It's 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 not exactly pertaining to this. But I told you, my wife will take. Yes, (laughs) we are in a house with ten cats. Ten cats, and she'll have a part of her turkey sandwich, Mm. and just put the turkey sandwich by the sink with the remainder of it. To, I mean, I'm like. You're so close. What are you doing? <laughs> what? And then, and then every time you go in now, you see you see little paw prints on top of the counter. I'm like, that's what they're looking for. Yeah, yeah. So I can see your issue with the dog. The dog gets trained now to know. Yeah. The, the kid's going up to bed. Go eat. So I, I've tried to, and I just you know, there's no follow through on my part. So it's you know, it's you know, partly my fault. But it's like, can you create a like a fake rule? Well, so <laughs> they were like sitting on the couch eating like cereal and soup, and I'm like, no, 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 no. You have to eat soup at the kitchen table. You have to eat cereal at the kitchen table. Because, like, I don't want milk spilling on the couch, and then it gets all stinky and gross. No, yeah. I understand that. Yeah. All right, let me go next to Kate. Hi, Kate. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Kate, Gadzooks. what's Gadzooks. Gadzooks here. What, what's the weird rule that you grew up with? So we were not allowed to touch anything that started with the letter W. Well, that so sounds well, reasonable. Come on. <laughs> what? what? Yes. And we also weren't allowed in our living room. It was for guests only. Like oh. we had to stay out of the living room. All right, back up. White carpet. Back up to the W thing. <laughs> yes. Why? Why? I, my mom hated. She. I don't know. She was a stay-at-home mom, and she hated fingerprints. Wait a yeah. second. Yeah. All right. Well, no, yeah. Things with that, the wait, W. I, I don't understand. Things that start with a W. Yeah. So white, like fingerprints, would get easily on. On like the windows or like the wall or the trim and so like windows, window walls, white. white they what about a washcloth? Mm-hmm. What? What about a washcloth? Oh boy, yeah, she thoroughly you... encouraged that. <laughs> yeah, but that yeah. starts with a w. a w. I don't think it was everything that was a W. It was oh, probably right, just right, a no. rule in the house, like okay. windows, wall, white. Don't touch it. If it's it's a w, don't, don't touch anything yeah. that starts with the letter W. I was, you know. Yeah. So we had white carpets throughout our living room and dining room, and we were like, oh, we're on the carpet. Listen, I understand that whole not, not touching things like that. My, my, uh, the, the Kostanowiczes growing up, there, and there were rooms in their house that were completely sealed up in plastic. All the living room furniture was sealed <laughs> in plastic. And the de- there was one room where you could feel remotely comfortable, but the, the kids... You know how you play lava, the lava game at yeah. home? Oh, yeah. The kids would not. There was a strip, a mat of plastic and with carpet on each side. Those kids were like they were, they were like the, the, the Walendas walking a tightrope. 
they were mortified of stepping onto the carpet. I'm like, what the what the f? The parents had them so drilled that they were terrified of their own home. Uh, yeah, this I mean, this whole concept is very very foreign to me uh, because I I feel like we we had like no rules. You know, our, our one I think rule was uh, no farting at the dinner table. That was uh, it, and that was that was pretty much it. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm oh, sure yeah, every, was... everything everything else was like that. Yeah, 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 we were pretty wide open. <laughs> I can't think of any weird rules that we had. I'm, uh, maybe what about laying will... down in a seductive way in front of boys, Preston? Uh, somebody, <laughs> something will come to me eventually. Uh, let me read a couple more of these, and I'll get some more calls. Um, uh, here's a good one: No violent video games unless they're about history. So you know, like World War II. Well, that's, that's kind of I can so see on and so forth. If you're killing Nazis, that's yeah. okay. Yeah, you're killing zombies. Well, yeah, zombie. I know some people zombies. have some rules. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, here's another one. I could only buy things if I was buying them for a birthday or Christmas gift for somebody else. Mind you, this was my own money I earned from my own job. My mom knew exactly how long it took me to get home from school. So if I stopped at the store, she knew and I'd be in trouble. That's a control freak of a mother. Yeah. Well, you know what? We uh, My son has a part-time job and we have him put all of that money into savings. Right. Mm-hmm. But the getting home thing and knowing that they went to the store and uh, right. that's... Uh, that's Well, then they can help mom. Yeah. Can, but we can, do you know, allow him to use our money to pay for gas. and right. pay for, Can and, he buy himself like a thing now and then? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Right. But he always because we we he has a debit card so but he will always call Rochelle and tell her hey I'm gonna stop at Wawa and get a hoagie I'm like then we don't need that but anyway that's what we <laughs> that's do that's a good kid yeah. so that's like my I just bought a pint of milk and a cow's tail <laughs> that's like my daughter like that she asked for permission for everything I swear to God it's like can I. Can I uh, download this app, please? <laughs> can I? Can well, I? Can I call this person? Like, yeah, oh, good. Yeah. So whenever she acts up, I go, "But you're the good one." <laughs> and then my son's like, "Dude, I'm right here." And I'm like, "I know your sister's the good one." <laughs> How about this? You're um, on thin ice. <laughs> we this this one says we these are by the way weird rules you grew up with. Uh, we were not allowed to use the front door ever. What? There was a metal screen on it with a deadbolt that needed what? a key for either side. What about the fire? My stepdad kept the key, and even visitors had to go to the back through the side gate. Why? I don't know. They don't explain why, but that was just... Don't ever go through that door. Yeah, don't go through the front door for That's whatever weird. it is. Uh, let me see here. I'm going to go to Susan with a weird rule. Hey, Susan, good morning. Good morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks. All right, what's the strange rule you grew up with, Susan? In my family's house, we were not allowed to take a shower. Um, it, I took a sh- I finally took a shower when I was in high school. I think it's because my mother didn't want to deal with water spots around the shower, so we had to take baths. Get a squeegee. And I, well, and to, no, it's probably to conserve water. Yeah, you probably. Waste- no, no, it was it was because of the cleaning aspect, and I had to wash my hair in the sink, kitchen sink. That's effing oh, nuts. You know what though? But I, I used to do that all the time. I mean, we did that when I was when I was a kid. I remember washing my hair in the sink. Well, you clean your food, but not taking a shower. Uh, and and I was thinking the same thing. You know, I was maybe saving conserve water, conserving yeah. water. But no water spots. Water uh, spots drive Rochelle crazy too. Oh, on the too. shower, yeah, really? The, yeah, we have uh, a. I squeegee every time I get out of the shower. Oh my god, are you I, serious? I, yeah. I do too. Jay squeegees I, I, now, too. I, I, I have a squeegee. Really? I, I will catch crap if I have not squeegeed oh, out my uh, my shower. I'm glad to hear that. It's Thank true. you, Susan. And what, you guys are prisoners in your own life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, because I have an entire room full of Batman statues. Yeah, yeah. you're no prisoner. Yeah. But you two, Casey, or I mean, Kathy and Steve, you were definitely... <laughs> 
You you guys have that kindred spirit of yeah. like, I, super tidy. Well, and, yes, and very uh, <laughs> yeah. very yeah. Uh, I don't like water spots. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I agree with that. Yours I know. are organized Batman. Mine's organized shoes. Yes. And even my shoes are organized. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go to Ann. Good morning, Ann. Good morning. Uh, Ann, what do you want to share with us? My mother would lock every single cupboard and closet in the house with a key. Even the deep freeze was locked. Every time we wanted something, we'd have to ask her for the keys. Wow. Every time, so every closet in the house was locked. Was there ever an explanation for this? Paper. Even the toilet paper was locked away. The toilet paper everything. was locked away. Oh, my God. So your mother everything. was... Even clean towels. Everything. Clean the towels. Were locked away. Was it to not overuse? No, she just didn't want anyone to mess up her closets. That was her thing. She was crazy, basically. <laughs> so here's yeah, the explanation. She was a stark-raving <laughs> lunatic. <laughs> and would she keep an inventory of everything? You know what? When we went on trips, Yes, she'd have a written inventory in triplicate. She'd have carbon paper between them and write everything down in the suitcase and keep a copy on her. Wow. That's wow. So that's obsessive. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's you know, um, but those kind of people become a hoarders. Mm. Uh, you know, that's, but that's, that's a little over the top. In fact, that's a lot over the top, yeah. but that's funny. Oh. And where are you from? I'm from South Africa. Okay. okay. I love your accent. Yeah. Wonderful accent. Oh, right. Thank you. Thank you, Ann. Um, Preston? with a bunch of keys and she'd lose the keys and the hunt would be on for the keys. So like she... all three kids, everybody looking for the keys because we couldn't do anything with that. And did your mother look like a high school custodian? <laughs> she looked like a warden. We with warden. all the keys? Yeah, she had a big warden. ring of yeah. keys. <laughs> wow. All um, right, thanks, Anne. Appreciate it. I did remember something, Preston, from yeah. uh, my neighbor was one of these control, you know, growing up. We we got a color TV. This is years ago. Remember, I'm a thousand years old, and and uh, the color TV and uh, a couple of uh, most of the houses in the neighborhood had color TVs and blah blah blah. You know, and they had a black and white TV. Those kids weren't allowed to come over to our house to watch TV because, and this was the explanation she gave the kids: they haven't perfected color TV yet. Oh, they uh, want they they didn't want them to see an inferior product. That was it. Oh my like you God. Don't, you're wasting your time. They haven't perfected it yet. Wow. And then the kids okay. the kids would walk in, and if the TV was on, they would they would leave. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I listen. I it off. was wild. I had neighbors that were not allowed to watch TV. They had a TV in their home. And they used it to watch baseball games and uh, Sesame Street. And that was it. Yeah. Like it wasn't even plugged in. Like okay. the pair, you know. Um, but I got to tell you. Meanwhile, we Nick had... left his on for five years. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. No, I got to tell you, we had a lot. They were a lot of fun. They yeah, were very, true. they were very naturey, and you know, they oh, you know, took us to like hiking and all that sort of stuff. We had a great time, but they were not allowed to watch TV. Okay. In fairness, uh, had I turned that television <laughs> off, it was difficult to turn back on. <laughs> so that's why. So there was there was intent behind it. Understood. There, there are there Understood. are extenuating circumstances. Uh, Thank you. I've gotten a new TV since, right? So, with uh, an on and off, switch. and I can turn that off at will. Yeah. But you uh, can actually even unplug it. Um, the uh, the thing that I was going to bring up, which I've told you guys many times, was the uh, no Tony Danza rule in my house. There was ah, no yeah. television yeah. shows at all with anything Tony Danza related. And every now and then he would show up on like say Sesame Street. The hell, <laughs> we get in trouble for that. Uh, so to that TV thing, my wife. Her family for years, they had one black and white TV set, and this is, you know, well into the perfection of color TV, 
And um, they had the parents specifically picked very uncomfortable chairs mm-hmm. for them to sit down in, in like this stark basement room. And that they had very limited TV time. Mm-hmm. And so right now, that's why my wife sleeps all night with the TV on. Okay. I mean, she can't get enough of it. Uh, a few other calls here. I'm going to go to Renee next. Hi, Renee. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Renee. What you want? What was the weird rule in your house growing up? In 1980, my dad had season tickets to the Phillies, uh-huh. and he would take my brother to the games. And I always wanted to go, not because I had any interest in baseball, just because my brother was going, and I wanted to go instead. So he told me that they didn't let kids into vet stadium that were under the age of 10. <laughs> oh, man, that's just a lie. Yeah. That's just your dad lying that's to you. That's not a rule. That's a lie. <laughs> yeah, they don't like kids at baseball games. <laughs> they don't want kids at baseball games. What's no. that, Renee? They won the World Series that year. That's Aww. right. <laughs> when, when did you find out that that was indeed a lie that your dad was telling you? I went to a friend's house later, like maybe later that year, and they were taking their daughter, and she was like six. And I said, wait, you can't take her. She's only six. They don't let them in if they're under 10. And her mom was like, what are you talking about? And how embarrassing for you when you, you know, you you thought it was the... I went home, and I said... I remember, and we, we've talked about wow. this, the sort of flippant nature that I guess you guys' as parents have to sort of throw out now and then just to stop your kids from bugging you for things. Yeah. And I told you the story of my friend Dennis told his uh, his son, can we go to Chuck E. Cheese? Can we go to Chuck E. Cheese? Can we go to Chuck E. Cheese? Chuck E. Cheese blew up. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese blew up. Uh-huh. And then I remember like a year later, you know, uh, and we were passing, I was in the car with him and the son, and I go, uh, look at that, new Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> and she goes, don't go in there. <laughs> they blow up. Let me go. I this I, I got to talk to Gina because I don't quite understand this for what I'm reading here. Hi, Gina. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, good what? Morning. So what is the, what's the odd rule? Okay, so we weren't allowed to use the clicker, which <laughs> the remote. Okay. For my your dad called it the clicker. Television, yeah. Yeah, so he would tape the one that worked the cable and the. <laughs> To the backside of the one that worked the TV, sticking to a paint stirrer. Sticking to stick. a paint stirrer, so like a stick, that, like a like a paint yeah, stirring stick. stick. What did that? Yeah, do? like it, so he always knew where it was, and we wouldn't touch it. How could you? Why? How is he aware of you touching it simply by having it taped to a paint stick? Because every there was eight of us, so every time we touched it, one of us would lose it. Okay, okay. I, it's not it's not a really foolproof method, but but he just, I, made, the, he just yeah. made it bigger and a little bit yeah. more difficult it, to probably slide between the couch cushions or whatever. It's the bathroom at a uh, gas, gas station, station rule. Right, yeah. right, right. Okay. All right, Thanks, can Gina. I can I ask you about the remote control etiquette? Yes. Um, all right. So because I think this is pretty standard, and you don't even it's like an unspoken rule, but you don't touch the remote in somebody else's home. Correct? No, you do not. Yeah. Okay. And you do, and oh, you do not touch stereo equipment, or yeah. home theater equipment, okay. or any electronics or anything of any nature. Yeah. I actually mm-hmm. have so irrevocably effed up by a house guest yeah. that I just bought a new one. Yeah. I, I've never had anybody do that before. Oh my God! Okay. I was an unspoken rule. That's why, because everybody sure. understands it. My friend's father-in-law takes the remote when he's at his house. Yeah. And because, like, so he's got to stick up his butt about um, 
commercials. So, like, so we were over there a few weeks ago, and uh, we were watching a sporting event. And when it went to commercials, he would take the remote and mute it. And right. then, like, so, and and then my buddy told me he's like, dude. He sends me a text message. He goes, does this every single time. He comes over. He grabs a remote. He turns the the the, the volume down to so, the level that he likes. Whatever okay. the, the the house sets the rules for the television and 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 all of that. You yeah. uh, you can ask yeah. certainly if you want to, but I you you just never. don't take, you just don't grab a remote. As a matter of fact, I was at my brother's on Sunday, and somebody needed wanted to turn something on, and the remote was right there. I didn't grab the remote and change it. We grabbed it and gave it to him for him to change it. Yes. It's not. No. No. I will kill you dead. Here's a couple other from uh, BuzzFeed. Uh, I like this one. Uh, it was ne- I was never allowed to leave a drink in the car because, according to my mother, someone could poison it. <laughs> what? Technically, that's correct. Uh, yeah, Conceivably, maybe. someone could poison it. Uh, An assassin could also break into your home and poison any drink that you no. put that outside. That's the that's the one steadfast rule with assassins. Don't poison in-home. Okay. He, he's always in, in cars. Like the remote. Yeah. He's always been overly paranoid about safety, but that rule is still my favorite one. <laughs> uh, let's see here. How about this? We could... Uh, we could watch Freddy movies, but not Jason movies. <laughs> well, there's a big this, distinction there. One, ha- one well, had quippy comebacks, and the other one was silent. No, this was because my mom believed that the Friday the 13th movies were satanic, Oh, but a Nightmare on Elm Street movies were just for fun. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, I, I told you this uh, along those lines. A friend of mine was not allowed to watch Hogan's Heroes. Because they were German and it made fun of the Germans. I wasn't wasn't really allowed to watch MTV. Really? Yeah, like it wasn't like a a hard rule, but because I remember my cousin from New York would come down all the time, stay with us, and she would always put it on and it was allowed to stay on. But like if I was home by myself and I put it on, my mom would be like, change that crap. Yeah, I actually wasn't allowed to watch He-Man. I wasn't like, uh, my mom was, because she's very Catholic, anything that was like... uh, Like wizards and anything that wasn't like God. Harry Potter caught some of that crap. You remember there were a lot of people. And Dungeons and Dragons. You can't have, listen. People thought you were summoning, uh, you know, And they were right, but it was fun. (laughs) On that, I saw a story just a little while ago, Casey, the Duggars, uh, 19 Kids Encounter or whatever. So they're not allowed to use the term deviled eggs in their house. Uh, they're what about devils? What do they called, say? They're called yellow angel pockets. Shut up. <laughs> yellow angel pockets? Because this the is the Lord God. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. about devil's food cake? Probably not, right? I would imagine not. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what about molesting your sister? Are you allowed to do that <laughs> oh, in the Duggar household? Yeah, oh, they did God. that. Yeah. <laughs> well, they did do that. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. That's Here's one. Upon. <laughs> says, my mom had me believing the great pumpkin from the classic It's Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Uh, special existed. The rules of Halloween were that I could only pick 10 candies from my trick-or-treat bag, and the rest had to be given to the Great Pumpkin. In reality, uh, the Great Pumpkin was my dad's work cubicle. <laughs> <laughs> that is ki- That has an element of fun to it, though, in <laughs> yeah. that you're, you're appeasing this, uh, yeah. this pumpkin demon. Well, and they're keeping the kids from overdoing the candy is part, but that's the day you can overdo the do candy. You, did you grow up with anybody who had to, like, for their birthday... 
like keep one or two gifts and donate the other gifts to ch- to never uh, never yeah we did, oh, they, did have, um, the Foley's did that they had uh, Jehovah's Witnesses in our uh, school and they don't celebrate birthdays. no birthdays no yeah. Christmas no holiday and and when the other kids would bring in cupcakes for birthdays and whatever else they couldn't even celebrate that yeah, they couldn't participate they always yeah. had to sit in the principal's office exactly if we went to uh, assemblies and things like that yeah, Michael yep. Jackson was Jehovah's Witness oh was he yes he yeah. was uh, yes I am I know somebody who uh, Halloween candy they can keep I think it's five pieces. And then the rest goes. Who is that, Chase? Five, five pieces. Well, how can you possibly <laughs> teach a kid about how to be a proper glutton? Right, <laughs> right, right. But it's I just did. weird that she still lets them go trick or treating, and they collect all the candy. They go, they have fun with the kids, but then they can pick their favorite five pick your pieces. Five, favorite. five. Yeah. five is you can find five pieces of candy in the average couch. Yeah, yeah. I should probably do that too. You guys can have five, and I will have the rest. Yes. There you go. Um, you know, so my uh, the, the family that uh, wasn't allowed to watch TV down the street, right? They also, uh, later on, would celebrate big holidays a week early. So Christmas was a week early. Santa always came a week early, so that when Christmas came around, um, they would get the true meaning of Christmas. You know, the the birth of Jesus Christ, and then the same thing with Easter. They would uh, the Easter. So they, well, so like uh, Greek Orthodox celebrates usually a, a week. Uh, yeah, it's this time. Sunday for them, right? Mm-hmm. So do they but, understand that December twenty fifth was just kind of arbitrarily picked, so we have a day to celebrate it on. I think you know they I mean? understood that. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it you was can just... you can celebrate the birth of Jesus anytime you want to. Even Jesus said so. Yeah, yeah. listen. Dudes. But in fact, I think the exact words were dudes. Yeah. Anytime you want. <laughs> it was their rule and whatever. You That's know? fine. Yeah. Uh, let me go. And we got to take a break here in just a second. But uh, what was the one? Oh, yeah, I like this one. I'm going to go to Mario. Hey, Mario, good morning. Hey, he's autistic now. You leave him alone. <laughs> What's that from? Wait, what is that from? Oh, uh, it's from you. You say your mom. Oh, my God, her cat. Precious. Yeah. Oh. Remember, I told you my oh mom my God. Cat cat wow. autism. That, yeah, yes. he has autism. He has autism. Your cat has autism. That's funny because my wife complains about how stupid my dog is, and I say that exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Mario, what was the rule? What was the rule so, in your house? So my dad, when I was younger, God rest his soul, but he wouldn't let us put anything warm or remotely warm in the fridge or freezer. Whether it was soups or, or you know, yeah, leftovers or, or something like that. Okay, yeah. so so much so to the point where he was afraid to have it near anything after we he had thought it cooled down enough because he didn't want to spoil any food or waste any uh, extra electricity. Trying years to ago, I'm gonna I'm gonna wow. I'm gonna back you up on, the, on this, Mario. We had a similar rule years and years and years ago. I can remember you you take something that was hot or whatever you put it in the fridge the fear was you were countering the cooling properties right. of the refrigerator oh right. and then eventually that faded away right. wow. it's so much so to the point where me and my wife got together and it was like one of the first times she had made like extra soup or whatever and she goes to put it in the fridge or the freezer after dinner i'm like whoa, whoa, whoa. what are you doing you gotta let it cool down <laughs> <laughs> that stuff, it, and you end up ingrained with it. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Mario. You laughed at me. Now I look silly, but it's that's, okay. That's all good. Thanks, Bob. I just got a text from my wife, and, and, and after reading it, yeah, I totally agree. She says, uh, all I hear in these rules are some poor mothers just trying their best to keep order in a house full of children. I well, get some it. Some of them. She, she goes, I don't judge any of them, and, and I do. I get it, because they just do whatever they want. Well, but at some point, you mm-hmm. should explain to the kids or, or relinquish those rules once they're old enough to be responsible, yes. you know what I mean? As opposed yes. to some of these people go into adulthood thinking that that's the way you have to behave, you know? Or else you're Carrie's mother. Yeah. yeah, Right. Yeah. yeah. Your, your, your filthy pillows. Yeah. When, when your kids are at the neighbor's house running into the dog cage to eat a snack, 
you know, because that's how they're trained, like a dog. <laughs> or, you know? Yeah, or sitting on the mat in front of the sink. <laughs> yeah, Wait, when you, you, you start you, to become socially awkward. Yeah. You said Carrie. My mom used to joke with us and be like, they're all going to laugh at you. Oh, oh, no. They're all going to laugh at you. God. They're all gonna, it's like Bill Weston with soup. Yeah. You think they're going to make you eat soup? Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, you know what? We're going to keep going. We're, we're getting close to eight o'clock for the uh, uh, for the Go Fund Yourself yes. too. Uh, so, if we take a commercial break and then come back, it's going to be way after eight. So, we're going to go with a few more, and then I'm going to do uh, the information uh, dispensing, so you can possibly win some money today. Yes. But there's a lot of great calls and more on this list. These are weird rules uh, <laughs> that you grew up with. I'm going to go to Ed next. Hi, Ed. Good morning, sir. Hey. Good morning, guys. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. All right. What uh, weird rule did you grow up with? Okay, so you know uh, uh, Coca-Cola had a line, a line of those uh, glasses, right, that yeah. had, like, the bell shop shape at the top? Yeah. Loved them. Well, my, my, <laughs> my dad had one that he used every day. No one was allowed to touch it. Don't touch dad's Coke glass. Right, and it was to the point where my mom got upset when she broke it when she washed it. Oh. So so I, I think there is probably some... Do you have something in the house, Preston, that is considered... Mine? Yeah, that is Don't just your favorite something like that that would be akin to this Coke glass. I think there's something in... My wife has a has a tea mug that I never use because it's her favorite. Well, do you guys have your, your chair? Your, that this, dude, no. that's, that's a bad spot. I have my places. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have our... But no, no. I feel like so when when I was growing up and it wasn't you know like damn it this is my chair but like I work re- all day yeah the, the recliner was my dad's and if my dad came into the room and I was in the recliner I respectfully got up yeah I get none of that in my house none of it do you have <laughs> do you have a claimed spot uh, yes a favorite so here's the thing get out of the chair now if I if my family walks into the room and I'm not in my attempted claim spot. Well, why aren't you in your spot? Why don't we? Oh, this is Dad's spot over here. How come you're in this spot? I'm like, oh my god, I'm going to murder you <laughs> in your sleep. It happens. Yes, uh, I'm going to kill you while you sleep tonight. I will, I will go to Diana. Hi, Diana. Good morning. Hey, you guys rock. Thank hey! you, Diana. Thanks for hanging on. What's up? Um, so my parents. I, this may be something that Casey can relate to. Um, my parents are very, very Catholic and, you know, follow all the, the rules and, and so forth. And when we were young, um, they before we went on any trips, you know, airplanes, anything like that, we had to go to confession. So in case the, you know, plane crashed and died. We oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. I know. There, that was. Yes, I hear that. Never. So no. When, when I got to I got to college and it was senior year of college and we were going on a trip. Our rugby team was was uh, you know flying for a trip, and I was talking to friends. I was like, "Well, I got to do this. I got to get my ho- you know my homework. I gotta I gotta pack and you know and then I gotta go to confession." And and friends were like, "Why?" And I was like, "Well, because you have to go to confession before you get on an airplane." And they're like, "Yeah, no, literally no one else does that." Like, my neighbor, my neighbors, like we were, you know, the Thanks. neighborhood was Catholic, but uh, you know, for the most part, and uh, but the uh, my neighbors would do that as well. And it's time to clean your soul, you know, in case we die. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, let's try. Dan has been on hold for a long time. Let me go to him. Hi, Dan. Good morning, sir. Hey, what's up? Yo, bud. Mark. Wanted to thank, thank you. you. I appreciate it. What's your odd rule, strange rule you grew up with? Random quick question first. Yeah. Whatever happened to the rock and roll? That thing. It very rarely it comes in and out. Of, yeah. 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 Throw it in. I don't know. I, cause I was wondering because I remember whenever roll. anyone did that. Just yeah. There, there you, you go. go. We did it for you. Random thought. Yeah. Right. Perfect. Right. Um, so when I was growing up at my parents' house, for some reason, me and my girlfriend could go 
downstairs in the basement, door shut, but we couldn't go up in my room. But then it was the opposite. My sister, and if she had a boy over, wasn't allowed in the basement, but she could stay up in her room. Was wow. it that your parents didn't want you both banging in the same room? Ew. <laughs> that's probably that's it. probably yeah. it. that's probably yeah. It. Yeah. yeah you didn't think of that did you, this, this way we're minimizing the semen uh, uh spray no the uh no, i didn't think about it like that. <laughs> no it is weird and there's always seems to be um thanks dan different rules for yeah. the because we were all brothers you know we so we uh, but i i having sisters i don't there seem to be different rules for yeah. different situations were you allowed when you had a girl, I had the same thing. I we could go down to the basement. Well, one time, yeah, I had a girl over. This is a girl that wrote my uh, term papers for yes, me. Yes, yeah. Uh, and uh, we went in my bedroom, and I closed and locked the door. And what? Oh, yeah, Mom no. did not oh. like that at all. And no. we were making out on the bed. You know, of course what you we were. were doing. But um, you also walked in there with a dwarf and a pound of coleslaw. But we were, uh, yeah, the basement. Yeah, you were allowed to go down into for some reason. Yeah. The, yes, I don't know why the basement is, is seemed as less because actually the basement was worse than my bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, you you can you hear can, you can you hear, can hear people. people open the door yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I re- listen. I I didn't have like many girlfriends uh, growing up, but there was one time was a gr- when, I, when I was in high school. It was a girl, and she was pretty. <laughs> Pretty girl, and we were in her basement. And like, I, I sometimes I think about, it, I'm like, dude, she wanted to like make, and I, we didn't make out down there. We played ping pong. Do <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. you have All right, sorry. Oh. All right, it's it's eight. I got to do the MMR go fund yourself, but real quick, one last one from right. this list. It says uh, this wasn't me. It was my uh, my friend slash neighbor. When my dad would get home from work, my friend would have to go home. His parents told him. That because that meant that it was dinner time and therefore he should come home. However, him being a child didn't grasp that portion of the rule. He only understood come home when the dad gets home. And this translated in my friend being terrified of my father. If he saw my dad turning into the driveway, he would drop whatever we were doing and sprint home because he thought my dad was a bad man. Wow, they should have clarified that. Yeah, maybe so. He didn't get that point, so he was out of there. All right, thank you for sharing. We appreciate it, and I'm sure you have some of your weird rules that you're making your kids follow as well. But we got to do this. 93.3 WMMR, Philadelphia. Fund you, too. Fund you, So, we have a word for you that could net you $1,000 today. In fact, within this hour. Uh, The key word for the MMR of Fund You 2 Nationwide Contest is compete. C-O-M-P-E-T-E. And you have until 815 to enter it via text to the special contest short code, which is 45911. Or you can enter using the MMR mobile app or via the contest page WMMR.com. And if you do it that way, you can enter... For, you will be entered to uh, win the $10,000 grand prize. Pretty sweet deal. So we're going to call you if you're randomly selected and you win $1,000. Complete contest rules available at WMMR.com. Once again, the word is compete. C-O-M-P-E-T-E. Good luck from A&T Subaru and MMR. Coming back with the B files to so make sure you stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Mom, your mom, your mother-in-law, the mother of your kids. What is more important than mom? Show her. Give her a brand new mint green color 24-karat gold dip rose from Steven Singer Jewelers. Roses starting just $59 with free shipping. Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com. Check them out. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
We are going to do the Bizarre File, and we have a couple of guests we're going to talk to about an event. Let's get to it. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by Robbins Diamonds and Tax-Free Delaware with thousands of rings and self-serve cases and absolutely no sales tax versus the 8% tax in Philly. Robbins, Delaware, Diamonds. Where do we begin? So many stories. Uh, we will start with this. This is pretty wild. Um, usually... You would think electricity is the only thing that can help someone who is having an urgent heart issue. Yes. But it seems that running over a pothole might help just as much. Awesome. Paramedics near Omaha were racing to a hospital to save a 59-year-old man last Monday. The man's heart had reached 200 beats per minute during the 20-minute ride to the hospital, which is very dangerous. The ambulance hit a large pothole, and at that point, the man's heartbeat returned to a normal rhythm. How wild is that? According to the medics. Uh, a doctor who was uh, interviewed said that the phenomenon... And I can get erections. That the, the phenomenon is rare, but it does happen. I guess sometimes a, a certain, you know, jolt of your body like that. Well, when they pound on, like, a your chest, which they don't do anymore, but occasionally that can shock yeah. the heart, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know how that comes about. If you hit someone in the case. face with a baseball bat, perhaps. Try that next Try time. that next yeah. time, yeah. Uh, a woman, this is terrible, a woman fell to her death at the Grand Canyon South Rim on Tuesday. <sighs> Again, this has happened. Is this what I think it is, selfie-related? Uh, they haven't indicated that. All park right. rangers responded to reports of a person needing help near Pipe Creek Vista. The Jeez. park said the 70-year-old woman fell from the rim before a rescue effort could be undertaken. A technical rescue team searched for the woman's body in a helicopter discovered it had fallen 200 feet below the rim. Jeez. Uh, the body was recovered by a team of about 15 people, and the woman's name wasn't immediately released as officials waited to notify her family. Uh, Tuesday's test, it, it's the fifth inside the park so far this year. Is this is this excessive for a, a calendar year? It's a good question. I'm not sure. This is the w- second involving a fall from the south rim, by the way. Uh, on April 5th, a man died after falling 400 feet from the South Rim, and two people died at the National Park in a span of two days in March. One tourist died after falling from the rim of uh, Eagle Point, and the other died in an unspecified incident. The thing is, they, they warn you like crazy whenever you go to, the, to yeah. uh, the Grand Canyon about this potential. All right, so this one is very, very short. It's a uh, story that Kathy sent me. Lower Marion police have just released surveillance video showing three suspects who stole medical equipment at Lankenau Hospital, the trio made off with almost a half a million dollars worth of Olympus co- uh, colonoscopes for colonoscopies. Yeah. Uh, looking in your butt, basically, is what these things are for. So they well, some people can't afford cable. Nearly a half a million dollars worth of these things. Wow. What are you going to do with these? Yeah, is there I a mean, black market for these right. things? Right. And, and it, it seems a, a highly specific piece of equipment to pass like at a porn shop. Maybe it's it's an extreme fetish that we don't know about. I don't know. I, I, honestly, I hope it is because maybe, there's no other explanation. Maybe the parts inside of it? I don't know. Police say or the maybe suspects... Maybe people like to put them in their butts? No. They drove away in a newer model Jeep Wrangler with a hard top. So they well, are... Well, that says it all. They're looking for leads. Uh, okay. This one is uh, very, very interesting. We may get into a little further of this, but Pennsylvania's new official amphibian Looks like something out of a haunted house. It's called a snot otter. It's, it's uh, hideous. Yeah. Uh, it's a, a two-foot-long salamander that needs uh, clean streams to survive. Governor Tom Wolf signed legislation on the 23rd, granting the honor to the Eastern Hellbender. It has many nicknames as well. It's an Eastern Hellbender. One of the nicknames is the snot otter. Also, the lasagna lizard and the mud devil. This is a great day for wasting time. Mm-hmm. 
this thing looks bizarre. It almost looks it's like a, a, a slee stack. Um, really? A little slee stackish. Maybe I saw something Because they, they had a mascot standing next to him that was supposed to be the thing. Oh, And I yeah. thought it looked a little slee stacky. It, it looks uh, kind of like a giant slug with feet to me. It reminded me of Stranger Things. Okay, yeah. You know the thing that crawls out of uh, the kid's mouth? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What All he, right, you win. He named it um, something after the Three Musketeers. Yeah, D'Artagnan. D'Artagnan? Dart. Dart, that was yeah. it, yeah. So anyhow, that's our state of Fibian. Right. It's been a long time coming. Uh, police are asking for the public's help in finding two men. Casey, this made me think of you. All right. Uh, they say ran a quick change scam on a Walmart clerk where uh, in, in order to distract the clerk... One suspect was dancing. Oh, because uh, okay. Casey uses that as a diversionary <laughs> yes. tactic with his kids. So whatever hey, questionable hey, material comes me. up on TV, yeah, Woo. any unplanned uh, nudity or whatever. Yes. Hey, look over there! Uh, the incident resulted in a twenty thousand or two thousand dollars loss to the store. <laughs> when you originally told me about that, you go, "Hey, look at this crazy <laughs> dance up dude over here." Uh, so they attempted to purchase three laptops in the electronics section and paid cash. The cashier counted the money. One of the suspects asked for the money back under the ruse that he may have given too much to the cashier. And the suspect in a gray shirt began counting it, uh, but could see, be seen putting a portion of it back in his pocket. He then gave the cashier back the remaining amount. As all this happens, the second suspect started to dance uh, off to the side. Police uh, released video of the man dancing and surveillance shots of the suspect's faces. And police believe the man dancing intended to distract the clerk <laughs> as the accomplice ran the scam. In the end, the clerk failed to recount the cash, and the man ended up getting away. <laughs> One last story. It's on the disturbing side, and right. it's short, and I'm not going to get into full details, but three men were sentenced for up to 41 years in prison for having relations uh, with multiple animals. Uh, oh, Matthew man. Brubaker, Mark Misenkoff, and Terry Wallace were all arrested in 2018 and charged with, listen to this, here's the list for you, being with nine horses, a cow, a goat, and dogs. Oh, Six gerbils, two cats, a hamster, and a rabbit. Uh, over the past five years. Wow. Uh, this is in Lancaster, I believe. Well, yeah. they've got them out there. Uh, the Pennsylvania men. <laughs> is it some sort of swingers club? Uh, were sentenced to 20 to 41 years in uh, in prison. So I wow. like when these, uh, when these, these freaks will say, well... Yeah. The animal likes it. Yeah. Why are you always telling me to f*** a goat, man? Uh, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. That's chilling. Uh, it is, isn't it? I probably shouldn't have ended on that one. But <laughs> we're moving along to better and more positive things. We have two gentlemen who are here to promote this event uh, that they're going to tell us about. Um, and it's called Boma Cops Helping Kids Day. Uh, with PAL, Police Athletically, of course. Great organization. But I want to find out more about BOMA. So we have two gentlemen that are here. We have uh, the uh, Police Athletic League Executive Direct, uh, Athletic League Executive Director. We have uh, Ted Qualley. Is it Qualley or Qualley? It's Qualley. It's Qualley. And we also have from the Police Athletic League, the Commanding Officer Captain uh, Drew Thomas is here. Yeah. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning, gentlemen. Happy to have you. Thank you. Thanks um, for to be here. Yeah, no problem. So, PAL is such a great organization. We've we've spoke to you guys for many many years. You have an opportunity for kids who may not have an outlet for sports and community uh, getting together. Uh, and maybe distracting them from heading down a, a bad path. So you've been doing great work all these years. 
what is uh, what's BOMA? What can you tell me about that? So BOMA stands for the Building Owners and Managers Association. These are the people that run the Center City skyscrapers. Okay, and so it's a trade association. They count on their membership as not only the building managers, but the electricians, the carpenters. They're some of the most generous people, especially to PAL. They, well, they they are. I mean, a lot of times in, in donations and stuff we get out at the uh, the camp out for hunger. These these guys always uh, step up. So uh, and and to Preston's point, this is such an integral and important thing. On, on many levels, not the least of which is, is to is to get kids interacting with police officers and seeing, you know, I, I, I've been there's a, been a number of videos that have popped up recently of police officers playing basketball with with kids or just in, you know interceding on, in certain things and just that interaction that those moments in time can can be such a major turnaround in perception and it's so good so so what is what what's the event the specifics here so so the event is we'll be in twenty 22- two buildings tomorrow okay during think of the morning rush right yes and we will have officers there that are helping to raise awareness about the police athletic league and our civilian staff and volunteers there collecting donations and so captain thomas's entire unit will be out tomorrow in center city you'll see pal vans all over the place and um it's just an opportunity for us to raise awareness and much needed dollars so that we can bring more cops into the lives of kids okay and uh, is there a list of buildings where this will be there is a list of buildings and we'll make sure to get that to you on your website uh it's also available at phillypal.org and some of these buildings commerce one and two and one south broad they're matching dollar for dollar every donation that's given so your one dollar donation becomes two excellent uh, so, Cap, can I call you Cap, by the way? <laughs> I mean, we've been watching Captain America for yeah, the past yeah, yeah, few yeah. years, and it's a nice nickname. Uh, how long have you been uh, in your position uh, with Police Athletic League? Well, I've been with the Police Athletic League since December. Okay. So I've been on the police department for 16 years serving as uh, citizens of Philadelphia. Right. And so this is fairly new, a new experience to you. How are you enjoying it so far? Um, I love it. I have an yeah. opportunity, you know, to really, you know, impact the lives of our young children, you know, which is our, our vulnerable population. You know, events like Boma Day are critical to the mission of PAL. So, you know, I'm looking forward to being out there as well. I'm going to be between uh, several of the buildings. And uh, just come on out and, uh, you know, please support the PAL mission. If people can't get out to, to tomorrow or it's, it's the, the buildings are not in their normal commute pattern, uh, how can they make a donation uh, in general? You could just go to phillypal.org okay. and click on the donate button. Any and all donations are, are more than welcome. We really appreciate everything that the people do for us. So as, you, as you're out and about, you know, obviously, you know, Captain, you, you, you know, being you're relatively new to this, but as a police officer, you've I'm sure you've seen people who have had in their past interactions with the Police Athletic League. And have you had people tell you what a difference it made in their lives getting that exposure early on? I have. I mean, I have an opportunity now in this position to to talk with former PAL kids. You know, our mayor of Philadelphia is a former PAL kid, you know, and we have a lot of success stories, you know. So um, what, what PAL does, you know, for, for the youth in, in Philadelphia is you, you can't even really measure it, you know, yeah. because it's, it's just so critical. You know, we really pour a lot of time and a lot of our resources into our children. So There's also education programs that you guys are involved in, too, right? There are also. Yeah. Yes, you are correct. Philly readers, uh, myself and Ted, were actually at the Harrogate PAL Center yesterday uh, reading to some of our young children there and uh, we had a great time it's funny because we, we've talked about this on, on the show you know when i was growing up you'd always have you know the, the, my, my mother my father and that's a police officer if ever you need help or whatever and, and you know maybe over the years we've strayed from that a bit but it looks like there's a very at least here in philadelphia a very proactive 
uh, system to to counter that and to reintroduce the, the positive aspects of what the police do in a neighborhood and perhaps even encourage young people to consider a career in the police eventually on. Absolutely. We do recognize that there on some level is, is a disconnect between law enforcement and the community. And, you know, we're actively engaged in kind of reversing that trend. Yeah. It seems to be, uh, hopefully it's working. And so, Ted, are we talking like the, the major Skyline buildings tomorrow that you guys will be in? Yes, we are. We'll be okay. at the Comcast Center and 1 and 2 Logan. We'll be all over the place. All, any of the big buildings, we're pretty much there. You'll see the PAL vans everywhere tomorrow. Love okay. it. So just make it a point, uh, you know, if, if, if that happens to be on your regular traveling uh, schedule, it's between 7.30 in the morning and, and 2 o'clock in the afternoon. If you see these guys pop over there, throw them a few bucks, help out, because uh, it's really a great organization. And if you can't make it over, pick tomorrow, yeah. log on, and make a donation online. Cool. Excellent. Well, continued great uh, uh, great work, guys. So we appreciate you coming Will by. Will do. Thanks for having no us. Problem. All right. Pleasure. Thank you. Uh, thank Ted, you. Captain yeah. uh, Thomas, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay close. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast, 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. I was looking at uh, at some things that I've had to cancel uh, recently, and uh, so like the uh, uh, Autism Speaks golf outing, which is coming up. Because your shoulder. My, my rotator cuff. Yeah, yeah. I had to cancel on the uh, the Devereaux golf outing. I'm, I'm going to MC that one. But I had to call Michael Barkan yesterday and um, cancel on his as well. Because um, And he's been asking me to play that for years. And I'm like, yes, I have time to do it. I'm going to play. And I had to call him yesterday, and I can't do it. So I'm sucks. bummed out about that. So... Uh, I'll go play. Thanks. Yeah. What a disaster. There are a lot of great golf events coming up. Yeah. And just check our community page at WMMR.com because you can get signed up and go to these things. So what's the timetable? Do you know? Is there? Uh, Probably six to eight weeks of physical therapy. And I I could probably play in four weeks, but if I'm... You you don't know when this is fully healed up. So I so I, I don't want to go out and re-injure it, and then I'm not playing all summer long, which for me is a nightmare. So. Years ago when I had a shoulder injury of a similar nature, I pushed it and ended up making it far worse. Yeah. So just do it, though. That's why you can understand when professional athletes get injured and they're biting, chomping at the bit to get back into the game. But you can you can kill a career if you yep. do that, and you obviously your entire career is sports, of course. So yeah, you no. don't want to screw that up. <laughs> you know how athletic butter. we are here. Right. Uh, my brother just had shoulder surgery. He had to go for the surgery, which they tried to avoid for a really long time, and he said he grossly underestimated how much pain oh, and yeah. how much rehab it's going to take to get it back. I mean, he's he's like he can't even pick up his son. Like he's like I can't even pick up the kid. Everybody I've talked to says the same thing, and things like just. Sleeping. He said sleeping is the worst. Yeah. The worst time. He he said he got an hour of sleep the other night because oh. he said there's no way to get comfortable. Like, even if you're on your side, yeah. on the opposite <sighs> side of the shoulder, he said, like, the weight, like, the gravity pulling that shoulder down is yeah. so painful. You'll have a good excuse for not picking up a check, though. Okay. That'll be, that'd be <laughs> true. Sorry, can't get this. <laughs> can't get that check. <laughs> yeah, Kath, I broke my collarbone years ago, and uh, that recovery took a long time. And uh, simple things like washing your hair and brushing your teeth, yeah. you get it completely thrown off on. Putting, putting on deodorant. Putting on deodorant. Honestly, yeah. that's when, and I know it's a typical of the normal thing, but a prostitute can really help. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't need sex. I want you to wash my hair. Right. I didn't think of that. <laughs> well, I, honestly, I mean, they're, or a they're, they're doing some other pretty nasty things, washing your hair. It's like, 
It's not that bad. Right? I've got to figure that's that a walk in the park. I had, uh, when I separated my shoulder, I, I was driving a stick shift car. Oh. And I had to switch cars with my dad. I'll bet. For yeah, um, yeah. about a month. So, anyhow, uh, I apologize to those events. But I do have an event that I am going to be a part of. It is a Mother's Wish 5K run slash walk. Uh, Saturday, May 11th. I think that's the first one I have coming up because I've got several other ones, including the uh, Walk a Mile in Her Shoes and the uh, Crohn's and Colitis. No, that's that's uh, first. Walk a Mile. Oh, Walk a yes. Mile is May 4th. That's yes. first. That's next right. Saturday. All right. Well, I have hit that. I'm going to mention uh, A Mother's Wish, which is on uh, May 11th. My daughter has Crohn's disease, and they are trying to help raise funds for uh, Mother's Wish Foundation, which uh, is formed by a group of mothers who uh, have kids who have IBD, and it helps families uh, and also funds research to find a cure. Uh, it's going to be at Hebner Park in Worcester, uh, Collegeville, essentially. Um, and uh, you can go to PrestonSteve.com, like I said, and click on the uh, events page, community, go down to that, and then you'll find all these things that we're taking part in. And uh, sign up and be a part and uh, help support if you can. Yes. We appreciate I've it. I've been monitoring your schedule personally, Preston. You have three weekends in a row, but they're all great causes. And yeah. then MMR barbecues in there as well. And then right after that, Keenan's. Woo! A lot coming up. We it's, had a, it's Kenan's, a busy month. Keenan's conversation yesterday. Yep. And, uh, you know, it, 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 our hardest part is veering away from things that will get us arrested. Man, yeah. Yeah. we're working on it, yeah. though. Um, this guy hasn't been arrested, the North Wales stank ape. Was he even doing anything? People have heard he, about no. the legend of the North Wales stank He's ape. He's not doing anything bad at all. But the only reason I bring it up again is because there was an article in uh, North Penn Now. Marissa came across this. Uh. Uh, the guy who authored it is Keith uh, Heffentrayer. And he spoke to the North Wales uh, stank ape. And guess what? The North Wales stank ape name checks us in the article. Really? No way. Yes. No so way. This, this is a very sentient creature. Hmm. Uh, yes, very much so. Yeah. He, can, he can communicate clearly. Uh, Not cite- like 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 Coco, right? Like like verbal? Right. Uh, sightings began early last month. Residents were spotting him casually strolling. He's, he's a guy in a gorilla suit, oh, for those who don't okay. Know. Oh, it looked like a very convincing yeah. animal in the picture I saw. Uh, but anyhow, <laughs> th- they had an interview with him. He's been in and around the North Wales area, and North Penn now asked, uh, spoke to him. He said, I've been around for years wandering about. <laughs> uh, I just got lonely and wanted to be a part of the North Wales community. Um, and it appears that his behavior is spontaneous. No rhyme or reason as to when or where he'll appear from the shadows. Uh, but he has an undeniable thirst for booze, it says here. He has frequently been spotted at area bar- bars and breweries. And in one instance, he was captured on video chugging a beer at Tex-Mex, which, by the way, is a great restaurant. I love going there. Does this, so is this, this sets him apart from Sasquatch. And Sasquatch seems yeah. to live on, on berries and twigs. And this guy also, he, he, has, he has joined the community. He's not so elusive. Antisocial. Yeah, not yeah. that walking away, that long gate, avoiding people. He actually marches into bars. But I love this. It says, I'm always around. You just have to find me. I kind of just wander, but I like to refer to it as stankin'. <laughs> Stanking alive. Yeah. So the reaction has been great. He said people wave and honk as they drive by, and I've been gaining a lot of new friends. Uh, and I love when people recognize me and say hi. It makes me feel part of the North Wales community. And then the author writes, with that support has also come to localized fame by way of discussion about the Stank Ape on WMMR's Preston and Steve show. <laughs> Naturally, residents and Stank Ape enthusiasts were quick to post about it on the Stank Ape's timeline because he has a Facebook page. Of course. And it says, I was blown away by Preston and Steve and now by North Penn Now. I did not expect to be so popular, said the Stank Ape. I just want to remind people that Stankin' is about popping up and saying hi. I don't ever mean to cause any trouble or be a bother. 
I'm just a friendly stank ape, and I like to be a positive part of the community. I've long suspected that most apes mm-hmm. stank. Yes. Have yeah. a stankness to them. My question is, and I'm just throwing this out there, a spitballing, as you would say, Casey. Yeah. Would the stank ape perhaps consider being a guest at Keenan's? Maybe. I'm not sure what we'd have him do. I thought the same thing. Yeah. Or does he only stay in North Wales? It's quite possible. He might be indigenous to the North Wales area. Were he to be removed from his source of power, he might die. I don't necessarily think that the reason he started stanking was was free drinks, but... You know, this is a great idea. What a great idea. It is. Imagine if he was like, man, I love drinking, but it's expensive. What if I just go and invest in, a, in an ape costume and start walking around, create this moniker? I won't have to buy, buy a drink. Well, it's working. It, yeah. I, I don't know. It doesn't indicate in this article if, if he's getting comp. If he indeed gets the free drinks or not. He oh, just gets drinks. I bet you he gets banana daiquiris for his, free. His, <laughs> his final quote, and I, I love this, is. I am stank ape, and that's all I am. Yeah. So as long as I'm around, I'll be stanking. That is the proudest proclamation I've ever heard. I Preston, you see stank ape, stank ape sitting at a bar. Yeah. You buy, buy him a, him a drink? drink. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. You yeah. both get to talking. You hit it off. Do you take him back to your room? Now, uh, well, you know, if he's, yeah. Sure. Listen, Maybe. I'm usually not this way, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I all think right. we really have something. Do you think now, he bought the costume, or do you think he had it already? No, this is a real creature. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I mean, like, if you're going out, like, you know, to your to your point, Casey, yeah. I feel like saying no, Vern, they just let him in. <laughs> <laughs> That's from uh, Stand, Stand by, by Me. me. Yeah. All right, anyhow, another thing <laughs> that might be elusive and very uh, n- not common on catching a sight of is a new colorful trend circling around social media, and I believe they are calling this uh, unicorn armpits. Unicorn armpits. Yes. Now, uh, unicorns are elusive, legendary correct. creatures. Correct. Uh, so, uh, apparently, people are dyeing their armpit hair rainbow color. And women, too. The trend is said to embrace the uh, extension of a female empowerment oh, movement. Oh, stop it. In which women grow out their armpit hair positivity. Uh, but now they're now people are calling. But it's guys that are doing it too that are calling their armpit hair. But celebrities have started to participate in the trend as well. In January, Miley Cyrus shared a photo of herself becoming a modern advocate of celebrating the uniqueness of showing off her natural looking and pink unicorn pit. So we're looking at when I see rainbow stuff like this, I think of more like gay pride. Sure. So I don't necessarily think unicorn. No. No, Unicorn but, would be, I mean, I would think more pastel colors. So yeah, one rainbow, color, like a rainbow bright. But a lot of times you'll see unicorns now, Kathy, will have like a, a rainbow colored mane on them when, no, they're, when they're depicted. Only Rainbow Dash has a rainbow mane. Come on, Excuse Preston. me? That's a, you know, My Little Pony, Rainbow oh, Dash. Rainbow Dash? Rain- yeah. I'm not from Mayor. No, me either. Uh, so anyhow, this is kind of being this. Listen, there's so what a, about what about what are they doing in the uh, with the with the with the pubes? Is there something? Is, is, it, is there an equivalent? Maybe I would imagine so. But the, unipube. The, the social media trends <laughs> well. are now happening on, I think, like a biweekly basis. Like every other week, I see another thing, and and I just see it for the one post. And then it's gone. It's too much. Yeah, it's, it's too much. Yeah. A quick side note to this: Have you uh, you are you not on Twitter all that much? No. Twitter has had a uh, a shift in their um in in their layout. Have you guys used yes. it? I don't care oh. for it. You don't care for it. No, so but you, I, I fear change. So yeah. 
Uh, yeah, it, it's okay. I well, explain it. what is it? Yeah, they've they've modded the uh, the the layout of the page, and I I, I agree with Nick. It's always oh, where is this button? Where is that? But it's uh, a lot of times it's like, why do you tinker with it? Yeah, what's the need? They they just, and it's not even like there's. There are new features. They just move stuff around. Yeah. Like a I, game of Tetris. You just get used to it in a certain way and looking in a certain place. And uh, when they take that away or change that, for in my mind, no reason whatsoever, it just it throws you off for a few days. Yeah. Like, I can't even find my Commodore 64 chat room. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I've become bored of uh, of Twitter. Yeah. More of an Instagram thing. Like Jennifer Garner, the most beautiful woman in the world. And you're the most beautiful man, so Thank it works you. out. Appreciate it. Here's another trend. Uh, couples are now getting uh, what are called pet-nups. Oh. Pet-nups? Couples. Yes. Couples? Uh, with the rise of disputes over pets between former couples, uh, pet-nups are a type of prenuptial agreement that specifically details what would happen to a couple's pet in the event of a split. I think this is actually smart. So let's say you are a couple and you have a stank ape. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you, you know, and you've both grown attached to the right. stank ape, especially because that's the way you get free drinks. Mm-hmm. And listen, the, the animal has a favorite. Do you know what I mean? Like, the animal should go with whoever they like. I could now. right now, we have the 10 cats and the dog. I could break up the animals that uh, that would want to come with me because I they, I know they all have personalities. But the animals that spend a lot more time, that gravitate more towards me and gravitate more towards my wife. But uh, I honestly, um, I think this is a smart move, really. If you're going to do a prenup, you might as well figure out who's going to get the pets. But, Casey, even you know... But that might be a difficult discussion, even yeah. though, you know, I mean, somebody, no, might, I agree. somebody might disagree and go, no, that's not the case, clearly. Well, know, that's why you need dogs. loves me. You need animal lawyers. Right. Yeah. Actual animals yeah. that are the lawyers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, to uh, parse it all out. In my household. Stank ape for the defense. In my household, my dogs follow me everywhere I go. Everywhere I go. And you're you, the would, one... you would get the dogs. Yes. So if I, if Who I... would get the kids? Uh Probably my wife. Uh, that's because you, <laughs> she's a better parent. You probably play with them more than anybody else. Well, you talk about messing around with your dog all the time. I do. I well, I you know, I well, yeah, you guys we, both we, poop outside. We both poop outside. <laughs> Kathy, you're so right. <laughs> we both. There's many th- qualities you share. All three of us pee outside. You drink out of the toilet. <laughs> I do not drink out of the toilet. Um, hey, a, somebody texted yeah. in, by the way. I'm sorry to interrupt, Casey. Uh, a few people did actually. An article on Six ABC last night about baby nups. Wouldn't that just uh, be child custody? That's what I would think, right? But maybe you... Why would you agree to that ahead That's of time? That's insane. Oh. Especially if it's taking time away from who's going to get the cat. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> we'll to look that up, Nick, yeah, and, yeah. and see if you Baby can nups. Baby nups. Nups. Baby nup, 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 nup. Baby nups. Nup, nup, Managing little one's responsibilities. Okay. Interesting. Oh, oh! So it's not about custody; it's about who changes the poopy diapers. I would like to go with mommy. Oh, okay. Really? Oh, uh, knock it off. And speaking of which, like, I, I've heard of you know, th- there's some gentlemen out there who not only don't change diapers, but also like take pride in the fact that they don't. Oh change my god! Diapers. A, friend, like, Dude. a friend of mine's dad, and we were we were friends for just a couple of years, and then he moved from the area and have since lost touch. So. But within that span of time, I don't know how many times I heard his dad say, I never changed a single diaper on you. Not once. I never changed a diaper in my life. And and I 
why would you tell your kids that? Like, I didn't, I, I couldn't bring myself. Like, it's a point of pride. Exactly. I never changed diaper in my life. I always withheld love, and I had a mistress. Yeah, I always felt kind of bad when I heard him saying that to the son. Because, and I never loved your mother. And it, and it was, like you said, it was yeah. it was like almost a point of pride. Yeah, you I, <laughs> I didn't want to have a goddamn thing to do with you. Please. Yeah. Give, I, I would love to hear of the perfect reason, a reason where I will go, you know what, you, you're you absolutely right. I agree with you. Why you would not Listen, change your my, child's diaper. My dad, you know, was old school, you know, gruff, wonderful dad. I, lo- I love him dearly. Yeah. He changed diapers. Yes. It's part of the deal. Yeah. And he fought in World War II. Yeah. Actually, it's it's not that bad. I mean, it's now, really, he did you, put his cigarettes out on me. Yeah. No, no. Um, sometimes it is that. Sometimes bad. Sometimes it is that bad. I but mean, it's we not talk about always the, that. Bad. So, like, I guess by the time the kid's like fifteen or sixteen, it gets a little dicey, right? A little bit, yeah, because there's hair now. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's matted, and of course, yeah. Sometimes you have to remove condoms. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, there's de- there's you know there's there's some worst things that are going to happen. What is the worst age? Because I've heard that, and and I, having not had children myself, I've heard that. There, there's a particular age at which it becomes the most pungent. Uh, no, I would disagree. It's all pungent. Because, no, my it depends on the kid. Okay. Uh, because I had I had two that weren't that bad and one that was just, oh, my God, <laughs> since birth. Wow. And it was, uh, it, I was like, wow, we didn't have to deal with this before. See, I think it's the, I also think it has to do with the age of the kid. So with Jace, it was like right before he started to go on the potty. I, I was like, "You're yeah. like a man," and wow. I'm still changing your diaper. Like, we have to, we have to end this. Man. What, like turd sizes? You mean yes. like Robert Kraft? Yeah. But Steve, in the very, Robert very Kraft. beginning, it's just tarry. It's not like it's it's not much crapping tar. Yeah, it's it's well, it's kind of like it's, it's tar like, yeah. oh, tar like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was thinking the other day about uh, that stage of life for the for my son, and and there was a stretch where he would not go to sleep, and so I would have to drive him around. Oh, and, and when that was happening, I was like, man, this is you know, this is kind of a pain. I I completely miss that now. Yeah. Like being able to take my my son around. Until he fell asleep in the car was is and was adorable. But there at was the time, a, you're like, oh, my God, this is such a pain. There was a wonderful car commercial that had that in it. Do you remember that commercial? No. Where the, the dad takes the son out. and Until and, he falls asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's so endearing. And, and I miss that age terribly. The dad parks point. outside the Purple Orchid. Right. Well, I mean, you got to go in. <laughs> you just wait here. I'm going to crack a, I'll, I'll crack a window. Crack a window, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I have uh, friends who they, they only have one child. And it was, you know, for that very reason, the only way... He could fall asleep was in the car, so yeah. like, and then that becomes a, a bit much. Uh, no memories, right? right? Memories. Yeah. Okay, so here's a call. I'm going to go to Jason. Hi, Jason. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey guys, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, so, buddy. What's going on? My dad had three kids, me being one of them. Never changed a single diaper. Wow. But the deal that he made with my mom was while there was a child in diapers, he did all the dishes, all the cleaning of the house, pretty much everything that had to do with the house. He did. My mom changed diapers and fed the baby. Okay, so they made it. It was a deal. It was an understanding. Yeah, but what happens? Was he ever ever left alone with any of you guys? And if he was, did he just let you rot in your uh, dirty diapers? In your filth? I'm going to let you (laughs) rot in your filth. (laughs) So there was one time when my sister, who was the oldest, was in a Johnny Jump Up for about three hours with a wet diaper. (laughs) Um, and after that, my mom just really didn't leave us home alone with him. So, <laughs> so, so but at a certain point, obviously, the, the, you can get an exacerbated yes. rash, right? I oh, mean, you, sure. Yeah. I mean, if you're if you're if you're rocking a load of uh, yeah. yep. 
yeah. dung in your shorts. Yeah, or just moisture in there yeah. as well for any, yeah, they, there's chafing, there's all kinds of things that can happen, so, um, yeah, you want to be changed regularly, obviously, but. I do. Uh, yeah, I, I, I never got that case. No. Nope. Why they. I uh, never changed a diaper in my life. But, uh, so anyhow, uh, back to the point, but, uh, yeah, a pet nup. Is is uh, kind of becoming a bit of a trend. Well, we you reported on the fact that some some of the the biggest litigation now with the divorces uh, it revolves around pets. Yeah, and in fact, uh, divorce lawyers uh, spend an average of twenty five hours of billable time <laughs> on that single issue alone. Uh, this is according to a, uh, a story in the UK. So, and think about also you you with your your cats when you were a single guy, Preston. Uh, you know, you had uh, Morgan and Bumper, right? Uh, Bumper Madison, Madison, Madison. Yeah, right, very good. Right, so, so, um, you know, they meant the world to you. Yeah, you, you know, and and so you you that can become an issue. Yep. Yeah, and like, or you could be in like my older brother's household where he didn't want a dog, he didn't want one, and the family did, and he, and so you can. It's like one of two things. Like, no, nope, I don't want a dog. We're not going to get one. Or what? Well, my brother's fine. You guys can get a dog, but I'm not doing anything for it. You know oh. what I mean? Like, I'm not going to walk in. Not I'm change not going to change his diaper. I'm not going to change his diaper. And wait a minute. Yeah. Did, did he stick to that? Yeah. <laughs> Why did you, you try and that? stick to that? Well, no, I didn't I didn't full on say, look, I'm 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 putting all responsibility on you. But I did say, look, I know how this is going to work out. <laughs> I'm going to end up getting the bulk of the responsibility, but I need your help. I need your help. I didn't want to get dogs. I love our dogs now. And, of course, that's what happens no matter what. But I, I wanted our, our pets had passed away, and I'm like, hey, we can go on vacation and not have to worry about somebody taking care of the pets, blah, 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 blah. And then I found out dogs actually need more attention than cats, yeah. so it's become a little bit more restrained. So, yes, it's <laughs> there, there's more responsibility. And I said, look, the dogs are going to need to be walked. You guys need to walk them. They're going to need this and this and that. And <laughs> I, I, I hear you. So here's the deal. No, let, let me jump in no, on this. Wait, there's no proactive... I'm going to go take the dog for a walk. You know what I mean? It's you have to be ordered to do it. So during our conference calls now, periodically, I'll hear Preston. Will, you'll be out walking the dogs, and it's so cute. You'll hear you'll you'll hear you go no 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you're you know, and then you you just adore it, and you oh you love God, it to death. Yes. But that's the classic story. Mom, can we get this? Can we get a dog? Can we get I promise. it? All right, but, but they don't. No. And you know, you just know that's going to be the case. Yeah. My one dog. You is, should hear me with the give me kisses. <laughs> <laughs> My one dog is too big, and nobody is strong enough to take him for a walk except for me. Oh, right? okay. I'm pretty goddamn Because you're, you're, you're so strong. But, yeah, you were the one who wanted a bigger dog. I so. did, and I love him. I, I know you do. I know dude, you do. By the way, I was late on the conference call last night because I was at the baseball game, and he snapped his leash twice in two different spots. Uh, like, What kind got, of leash are you using? Well, it was, it was a Kong leash. You know, like it was supposed to be a, a strong oh, yeah. leash. Yeah. And so I, I then I had to, like, carry him to the car and, we like, race to the pet store to get a new leash. And he's about to snap that one, too. He is a monster. How much does he weigh? About 80 pounds. All right. I know nine what months you, old. I know what you need to get. King of the Segways here. <laughs> the Fort Worth Police Department SWAT team has become the first in the country to use a new lasso-style device to take down suspects. Casey, you could use this on your this dog. This thing is yeah. cool. Yeah. This away. is super cool. It's called the Bolo Wrap. Yes. And it's Ooh. a remote device, non-lethal weapon that has a uh, Bolo-style rope that wraps itself around the suspect's body. And I saw them using this thing. It is so 
Cool. It looks like it's out of the Running Man or something. Exactly. Like that. I would love to. I would love get to get one in the parking lot and yeah. give it a shot. I don't know if they have them in the departments here yet, Casey. They have them at Target. They're starting to. <laughs> they're starting, I guess, to you know, kind of test market them and see if they work out. But it reminded me a little bit, Steve, of uh, in the Running Man where they have that net gun they yeah, shoot. Yeah, and they have those. Yeah, they do have those. So it's called. Yeah. It's. Called, <laughs> that's what they yell when you. Yeah. <laughs> it's called uh, a company called Rap Technologies. <laughs> A Vegas-based company created the gadget. It's being marketed to police departments across the U.S. So the bullet wrap cartridge contains an 8-foot Kevlar tether yeah. that deploys at a rate of 640 feet per second. So, like, when you pull the, the trigger, it's like it's on the person. Like Donkey uh, Kong. Once it's fired, the rope wraps itself around the suspects one to three times at a range of 10 to 25 feet. A small hook attached to the end of the rope catches onto the person's clothing to secure it. In less than a second, the suspect is lassoed and restrained without harm. And of course, like tasers, every now and then you can have people that'll be able that to get can out of it. it. Yes, or, but yeah. for, for the most part, as a passive way to get someone uh, restrained. Now, yep. this replaces the very ineffective spinach wrap, which was not, <laughs> it would, and everyone was able to extricate themselves from that. But in this case, Preston, the last thing you'd want is something like this falling in the, into the hands of. Predators. Predators and mm-hmm. civilians who can, you know, use it that way as well. I thought yeah. you were going to say predator. <laughs> it's, not, it's not bad enough that he's invisible. He's got this bowler app. Uh, this thing is awesome. How much do you think something like this costs? I don't know. I think with a coupon, $10. No, yeah. I, I think, honestly, I don't know. it doesn't look like it's that expensive. So I would probably put it in, like, the $100 range. Yeah. Oh, and so, I'm sorry, what kind of range does it have? Like It says 10 to 25 feet is best. It's interesting about those those ranges with the police. They're, they're, they're not as much as you would think they are. I, I learned this in, in Krav Maga training. When, when a, an officer is confronted with a suspect, if they are within, I think it's 25 feet, yeah. they're no longer supposed to use their sidearm. Uh, because it may not be enough time to get that out and deploy. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so they go to hand-to-hand. Uh, so there's some interesting qualifications or rules. In the Frank Grillo uh, Krav Maga episode where he went over to Israel and of his uh, fight series, he's talking to that expert, and mm-hmm. the expert's doing counter to what we would all think to do. He's pulling the guy in towards him. Yes, yeah. correct. Be- because he's able to manage that better in a closer proximity. Yep. That that distance that is what's going to get monster, him. Dude. Oh, my God. Yes. I That's be the him. guy. Yes. Yeah, I, no, I want that guy working for me. Yep. Yeah, Frank looks scared of that Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. Uh, so SWAT officers used the device recently on an armed suspect following a standoff. Uh, the suspect, who had barricaded himself inside a home, was uh, first forced out by tear gas. After the man came out of the house, officers uh, feared that he might try to run, so they deployed the bowler wrap on him uh, and allowed officers to take him into custody without incident. So that's one uh, incident that I don't know how many times they've used it. I'm surprised they've never scene. modified old novelty items, Preston, and like the thing where you... you Offer them gum, yes. Ah. Except like a thousand volts runs through it. <laughs> or Steve, they they draw on them, they get them to submit, yeah, and then they pull the trigger and a little flag just bang, bang. bang. right, uh, comes out. Or here, gotcha. Look, look at this nudie picture, <laughs> and it blinds them. Uh, right, these little the things that always worked as a kid that you'd fall for. Or hey, who wants some mixed nuts? <laughs> right, and you open out. it up. <laughs> Look, shake it. There's nuts in there. <laughs> and it's a grenade. And it's a flashbang. It's a, a, flash bang. It's yeah. a flash bang. <laughs> See, that's kind of brilliant. Who doesn't like yes. mixed nuts? And you hand that to a terrorist. Yes. Bang. Ba-boom. You got him. Uh, people are texting in. It's 21 feet is the is the drawing uh, of the weapon. 20, it's 21-foot rule. So. Well, what about a pistol with a 
twenty foot barrel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> takes a while to yeah. lift it. <laughs> um, aim, but you're right. good to go. Right. Yeah, but how do you know what twenty one feet is? Uh, hang on a second here. Let me get my tape measure. No, you get your golf with that finder. The <laughs> yeah, uh, the yeah, the range finder. Mm-hmm. It's a lot a of equipment. Uh, but Casey, you could use a bowler wrap on your dog oh when he gets God. away and he snaps his lead. So yeah, good to go. <laughs> All right, we need to take a break. Um, I want to remind you that we have lovely ladies of Clubber Skay who are on our hotty cam this morning. Uh, we have Arabella, Reagan, and Ronnie. That's I should right. Say, I should say Ronnie Ronald and Reagan. Reagan. Yes. Yeah, Ronald Reagan is on our hotty cam this morning <laughs> with the girls from uh, Clubber Skay. They were playing uh, a game, Preston. What are they playing? The game was, uh, guess which one is wearing a bra. <laughs> oh, is that the game? Yeah, I was, I was watching earlier. It's not a hard game. Yeah, it's, uh, you see if you uh, play at home. Oh, I'm, I see I'm now. wearing an underwire bra. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so on Friday, uh, for the first time ever, tomorrow in Philadelphia, adult film star... Uh, Raya Sunshine will perform. Raya Sunshine? Yeah, she's going to be there. Uh, and they're doing, and tonight, by the way, they're doing the return of Clubber Skate's calendar girls from the past 20 years. So it should be That's very cool. cool. Um, as we are taking a break, I'm going to give away the last of our sorority party invites for tonight. Clubber Skate is where we're headed. Do you want to be a member of the president? Not Clubber Skate tonight. Sorority, no. It, did I say Clubber Skate? Yeah, you did. Parks Casino tonight. Yeah. Uh, and you can be a member of Zeta Eta Pi. Uh, ladies, you have to be at least 21 years of age. And your guest that you bring has to be female and 21 uh, in order to be one of the sisters. It's called Sisters and Suds because we're going to be at their beer garden. Beautiful facility. And we're also going to give away craft beer glasses that uh, some of our new sisters can customize with Zeta Eta Pi themed paint markers. Very nice. And we have our Zeta Eta Pi pins and Tank tops and all kinds of stuff that's going to happen. So uh, we'll give the, the way the last of those. I believe I have four of them left. 215-263-WMMR, the number. We'll take a break, and we'll be back in just a moment. Stay close. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. <sighs> work, 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 work. <laughs> Uh, the ladies of Club Risque are on our hottie cam right now. We have uh, Arabella, Ronnie, and Reagan. And they are now going to play a game called Guess Who's Not Wearing Underwear. <laughs> wow. Uh, I've been told. Uh, this was Arabella's idea, I think. or uh, Ronnie. Oh, Ronnie. I'm sorry. It was Ronnie's idea. It was my idea. Please. Ronnie, <laughs> Ronnie, uh, Ronnie says she feels like the most wealthy person in the room. She says she's getting a lot right now. Oh. Wow. Um, so go ahead and take a look. You just go ahead and take a look. They're very energetic, and uh, they're awesome. Uh, By the way, Saturday, uh, Clubber Skay's anniversary week continues with the first ever appearance in Philadelphia by adult film star Jessa uh, Jessa Rhodes. So there's a lot going on this week at uh, Clubber Skay. You can go to clubberskay.com for details. A couple of things. Real quick, I want to uh, mention and give a plug to an email I got. A young lady. This is very, very sweet, and I really liked this email. I uh, said, hi, Preston. My name is Abby. I'm 13 years old. I'm running a fundraiser in June, and I wanted to see if I could get it posted on your community page. It's a family-friendly beer garden. Here's my letter and the flyer with more details. Thank you. And that's from Abby. And then she posted the letter. It says, I'm in seventh grade. I recently became an ambassador for the Peyton Heart Project. I'm doing a fundraiser this summer to raise money for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society and Suicide Awareness. She goes on to say, I want to do this fundraiser. Uh, for both of these organizations because my aunt Sandy passed away from leukemia and my cousin Christian committed suicide. Uh, And I've been planning this for a little under a year, uh, but we already have a location, which is going to be Moss Mill Brewing Company in Huntington Valley. 
1 to 6 p.m. on June 22nd. We have some other breweries involved, and it's a family-friendly friendly beer garden with activities for adults and kids, as well as a few bands uh, for entertainment. I just thought it was so sweet that this 13-year-old, 13-year-old taking the initiative to do is all that? doing this. That's amazing. Uh, she said proceeds are going to be donated to the Le- Leukemia and Lymphoma Society and the Peyton Heart Project. The Peyton Heart Project is an organization that handcrafts hearts to promote suicide awareness. It also gives the Suicide Prevention Hotline number for anyone who needs it. And I had made this in memory of my cousin Christian because I got interested in this project and I want to help make a change in this world. Wow. All the money will be donated to the Leukemia Lymphoma Society and the Peyton Heart Project. So that was super duper sweet. And I wanted to mention that. I sent the information over to Nick. He's got it up on the community page of PrestonandSteve.com. So thank you, Abby uh, Belota. Uh, who got in touch and uh, and is taking the initiative at that age? It's just really really cool. nowhere near no me either socially me either. conscious at that yep. age. Uh, by the way, is this true? Uh, in 1978, on this day, the Philly Fanatic debuted. Made That's his, what I saw posted. Uh, his, uh, and the internet never lies. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, 1978, debut, which is pretty cool. Oh, you know what? what? Okay, yeah, so that makes sense because the Fanatic is uh, he's going to pop by here tomorrow. Uh, oh, okay. Be- because uh, the fanatic's birthday is usually celebrated the weekend. There we go. Of his debut. Right. So maybe it is true. Then we'll spend some time with him tomorrow. About Any that. news service will always say maybe this is true. I wanted to go on to another story. Kathy had in the news. It's out of Allentown. <laughs> um, there was a guy. So here's the deal: these construction workers uh, were doing their job. They're at Walnut Street Commons Building. They heard a man calling for help early Tuesday morning. And the sound appeared to be coming from somewhere underneath their work trailer. So they called 911. Firefighters came out. And then they could hear some guy. They narrowed down his whereabouts to the sewer in the area of Law Street behind a parking garage. uh, And it was next to the Wall Street Commons. uh, Walnut Street Commons. Firefighters opened a nearby manhole and storm grates. And then they started yelling down to direct this guy toward them. And he ended up finding him, and they got him out of there. Kathy was saying that there's there's only enough room to crouch and maybe crawl. And they think that this guy had been down there for days. How many do they know? They don't know. They they said he was dirty, um, and he had signs of dehydration and exposure. But he had enough, uh, you know, strength to come up the ladder on his own. Uh, but they, they don't know why the guy was, was calling around in this sewer system for a number of days. And he may be... I don't know if he's mentally ill or, or if he had some. Someone kind of, put him in yeah. a ditch, possible. I, I, and, I, I'm I'm biting at the bit to find out this story, but you're down in a in a tunnel system for days like that. Yeah. With and we assume no light. Right, and that's the thing. I think you know once you're down in those in that system. I, where are you going to find light? I guess it may be some of the grates, but I don't know how ma- big those are. And manhole covers are, for the most part, bolted down, are they not? Uh, uh, that's a good question. He was in a stormwater sewer, so fortunately it wasn't, you know, oh, raining, yeah. oh human God, waste like, or anything yeah. like I'm that. I'm starting to get, like, panicky. Just thinking, just about, thinking about, about, that? about that? Yes. How do you do in, like, uh, MRIs and stuff like that? You know you what? Okay? I am fine. Okay. Because I also know that I can get out of that. Oh, thing. my God. I freaked out during my last pap smear. Oh, <laughs> because you're not supposed to. Because I don't think I'm supposed to receive pap no. smears. No. No, no. I, that, that MRI machine, and that's a big issue for a lot of people. That's why the open MRIs are, are such a big thing. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Preston, if you could, if it's crouchable, perhaps... I, uh, you know, to be in one of those a Even long that, tunnel though. where you were elbows tucked in and, you know, John McClaning it, you yeah. know, yeah. I don't know if I could, 
I could probably go for not days. I couldn't do days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, no, be, I couldn't either. Especially if you're in pitch black darkness. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's the other part of it. Pitch black. You have no clue where you're. There's probably going. rats yeah. down there you, and you stuff too. Don't, you yeah. don't know when you're going to get out of there. Yeah. Um, Stormwater. You don't know if it's if you're going to drown in there. I mean, it's to me, it's it's like it's terrifying. Yeah. Have know, you, have you guys ever been down into a storm drain? I yes, I have. No. Have you? Really? Yeah, yeah. Oof. It was one that they were building. Yeah. And so I could, uh, you know, and uh, it was I could see the ends of it. You know. Okay. But, I mean, I've been I've been through long tunnels. Uh, that are that are meant for you know channeling water, but but they've all been tall enough where I could stand in them, and that's yeah. that's no big deal. We um, used to go down to the creek down the street from my house, and there were there was like a little footbridge that went over it, and underneath the footbridge was a big pipe, you know, big enough that you know as a kid you could basically walk into it, and I my friends would go in there. Every now and then, no way I wouldn't know. That's where Pennywise lives. Well, I mean, it didn't help that like that one scene in, in First Blood where he's walking through that tunnel and the rats yeah. attack yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this, so- is, this is very unpleasant. <laughs> yeah, I don't like rats. They're they're scary. Yep. I was terrified of rats as well. So, um, rats. <laughs> ah, uh, rats. Uh, no, I, uh, I know what you mean. And from time to time, you know, I will share stories of people that, that drown in those things. I mean, it does happen. Well, they get Especially sucked away in storms. Yeah. And some of them have, uh, they'll have like a, a gated end on it, you know, where the water can get through, but you can't get out and animals can't get in and so That's on. The one, so here's a movie. Did you ever, did you ever see the movie, The Descent? No. no. Okay, so these these women go, uh, you know, spelunking. They're in this cave system. Yeah. And this movie creates. Oh, and there's those a, a creatures. Whole, yes, there's a yeah. whole other element to it. Yeah. But I, you don't even need to get to that part. Yeah. And they they built the sets to really give you this incredible sense of claws. I don't care how resilient you are. Yeah. Like, even those guys, those cave divers who, the guys who take their tanks off and pass them through ahead of themselves. So they can squeeze F through. that. No, there's, there's no way that I could deal with something like that. But I mean, this guy, I'm just, if you think, you know, I can't help but lose the impression that perhaps he just went into one of them to see what it was like and got lost. Yeah, maybe. Hopefully there's going to be a follow-up on this story. Or or maybe he got caught up in the whole take your kids to work day. <laughs> <laughs> and he was a worker in the sewers. And, uh, Daddy, you know, I don't yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, today is take your kids to uh, to work day. Yes. Uh, I love that they do this. I, I don't think I've ever brought my kids to work, though. Should have brought them today, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Daddy. Clubbers Gay. Who are, who are these ladies? In yeah. our studio. Uh, did you guys ever get taken to work by your father? I, I did. My I dad did took me on a business trip to Boston. Yeah. Uh, it was um, it was the first time I ever went away with my dad. Uh, How old were it, you? So I was 29. No, no, I was um, second grade, and I was, I was, it was a prop plane. That's how long ago it was. And it was very close. My first time on a plane, and we went to, to Boston. and went to this factory that he was selling to. And uh, I remember we, it was the first time I ever stayed in a hotel room. Ooh. And uh, it, was, it, was, uh, it was amazing. The actual place, it was just a factory. So I wasn't, you know, that, that caught up. But just the whole idea. And to see my dad in his you know, suit there interacting with people uh, was just, wow, that's, yeah. so that's what you do. Yeah. You know, it was, it was, it was I, I loved it. It, it. it served the purpose 
um, than it was supposed to, and that's why I got into sales. So my, <laughs> I just glossed over that. Um, my my dad had a couple of different jobs when I was growing up. Uh, you know, the most recent one, he was a truck driver, and I definitely got to ride in the truck with him. But uh, he also like managed um, like dispatch or whatever. At do you remember the Preston one fifty one line? Sure, trucking line, yeah. trucking line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he uh, he brought me to work one time. He had to go in on on a Saturday because he needed to get some some stuff done. So I went in there with him. I believe I was with uh, at least one of my brothers. So my dad's up in the office getting his work done. We're in the warehouse. Yeah. I'm an idiot. I, I'm i like 10 years old. I climb up into a forklift. <laughs> I turn the key on the forklift. Oh, no. And then I start driving the forklift. And then <laughs> oh, I realize no. I don't know how to drive a forklift. Oh, oh my God. You Back, were 10? I was like 10 max. <laughs> max. <laughs> 10. Dude. <laughs> Young man destroyed factory this morning. Oh my God. Now, forklifts also. You idiot! If you recall, they steer from the back. Yeah. So that threw me off big time. I had no clue. Thank God I didn't knock anything over, I didn't crash. Uh, But my dad had hurt, and and that was the last day daddy took me to work in the 151 line. I don't even. So mine wasn't officially take your kids to work day but it was mine wasn't either but but my dad decided my dad had taken my sister one time and i was like hey What's up here, man? Dude. What am I, chop liver? Bro. <laughs> Bros before Bro, hoes. Come on, man. Don't you know the rule? <laughs> so uh, so he ended up taking me, and my dad was an accountant for a chemical company. Boy, what an exciting day Ooh, we had. It's like, it's, you feel, it's like Billy Crystal in City Slickers with that. You sell air? Uh, you're up. Yeah. But you know what? I did enjoy it. Um, the, the neatest thing about it was hanging with my dad at work and... Uh, going to lunch because they had a big cafeteria and going to lunch was really cool. And um, and also where he worked. So, you know, this is in we were living in St. Louis at the time. And in the Midwest, there's um, uh, tornadoes uh, yeah. happen fairly often. And so they had like a, a storm tunnel uh, that was a tunnel system. That's go, awesome. Go from building to building. And that's where they would go if there were like tornado warnings and stuff. So I thought that was Really cool. We Did went you get to see that. a tornado? No, I didn't. Dad, can you do a tornado? Sure, son. But <laughs> I, these are the things I remember. I remember having lunch with him. I remember going into the uh, the tunnel system and the fact that that's where they would go if there was a tornado warning. And then the other part of it was just me playing in the supply closet for a couple of hours, <laughs> which is great. Listen, I loved it. it. It doesn't hurt to also realize that there are parts of the the work day that can be monotonous. Yeah, you know, and that's. But I mean, obviously, you want to to give a kid. A- an idea, but what, what if you're? What if you're? Let's say, for example, like, did Hugh Hefner was there a uh, yeah. take your kid to work day? You know, I don't know, but it, the, the the whole I, I don't think the purpose of it is, is to say you know someday this could be all yours. Yes. This is what you do. You could have a tornado seller as well. Right, exactly. It's more <laughs> just to maybe get a peek into what work day is right. like for anybody. My or... mom my mom worked at a in a locked mental health unit at a hospital. I wasn't <laughs> oh, yeah. even allowed to go. They had white doors and uh, Mommy, what is mean? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't you, we weren't even allowed to go uh to the doors. We had to wait in the lobby of the hospital and then she would have to come out and you know have lunch with us or say hi. And that was your going to work <laughs> that, on Monday. That was going to work. All right. Well, you couldn't you you couldn't gain access. Uh Marissa, you wanted to jump in. Yeah, for my brother and I, we were very lucky because every single day was take your children to work day, which usually meant um, just hang out in the car in front of L and I while I run in and get some permits because my dad was a union plumber okay. and there's nowhere to park around City Hall and L and I. So we just be like, hey, uh, just sit here. I'm going to lock the car door. Don't answer oh, it. Don't yeah. let oh anybody God. in. Tell any cops you're a dwarf. 
<laughs> the other one I always remember, um, and I love my dad, and this is why I love him. Like, we would go to a Phillies game at night, but, like, if we went to a Phillies game, that meant he couldn't work for a few hours. So we would pull up in front of his Mason's office in Fishtown under the L, but Fishtown, like, 25 years ago. And, again, he'd lock the car doors and <laughs> let us hang out oh there while he ran in and, like, did mail and paperwork and had stuff to do. And, here, you know, here's your a, dad here's a pistol, okay? Here. Here's how you rack it. I mean, my mom was there sometimes, so we were safe. Yeah, I mean, but he would lock your mom age, in the car. In this day and age, you, your dad would yeah, be... The authorities would have. If it uh, was today, yeah. you'd be in uh, foster care. It's <laughs> actually how I can time when alarms started uh, being uh, accessories on cars yeah. because I remember the first time I got really mad and I was like, screw it, I'm just going to get out. And I opened the car door and the oh, alarm geez. got off. <laughs> <laughs> the, the classic viper uh, alarm. And when you're standing next to it, it's so loud. Yeah. So what do you, what do you like, open up the glove compartment, pour Cheerios and milk in it? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, how long would he be in the in the, in the the place? Well, it depends how long the lines were in L&I that day, Steve. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right, I want to go to this call uh, for uh, somebody relaying a take your child to work day. I'm going to go to Jesse. Hi, Jesse. Good morning. Hey, guys. Guess hey. you. Guess What's up, Jesse? Um, so I wanted to, to tell a story. So I work um, at a software company, which is typically probably pretty boring for most kids. But I took my daughter last year, who's four, and my company was great. They had lots of activities for the kids and all the kids that were there that day. So we made slime with the kids. Um, so ever since then, that's all my daughter thinks that. I she thinks you make slime all day. Well, you know, t- today, Jesse here, they're they're doing a uh, there 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 is a little there's a special thing for the kids that are coming to work. Did you see the the memo that went out? No. Yeah, there's like I think there's going to be lunch at noon, lunch at noon, and, yeah. and, and uh, 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 lap dance, and lap dance, Jack, lap dance, dance and, and the Presque girls, and, and uh, yeah. Jackie Bam Bam will be doing <laughs> face painting. No, but really, they're, they're, there's kind of a little. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I think there's... that's uh, that's a very cool thing for the company to do. Here's a great text. It says, my dad's a landscaper. He took me to work one day, and I never left. I'm 27 <laughs> in a week, and I've been working for him for 12 years. That would be wild to go into your, you know, to in a family business to go into that, you know, to well, continue a line of work. How about this one? It says, my dad worked at the Philadelphia morgue. Wow. Yeah, he took me there once. Playing their dead bodies. Uh, and I don't know if there was a second message that came up or not on that, but uh, yeah. So, Steve, uh, pizza and ice cream party begins in our offices at noon. Isn't that cool? Yeah. That, so, I think that's the first time. That, that it says like you it. have to bring the kids. All right. Uh, um, we, like, we can't just show up and get pizza and ice cream? We're going to have to figure something <laughs> out. Somebody I'm only six and a half years old. <laughs> so I'm going to go big kid. You know what, Steve? Go find a kid in the street and just bring him in here. <laughs> I'm going to get one of those big all-day suckers, Nick, yeah. and, and then put on short shorts. Hi! <laughs> Somebody go get a I had a hormone issue. Somebody go find a child. Uh, here's one that says, my dad never took me to work, but he would occasionally pick me up from school with his Wrigley-O beverage truck, Ooh, which cool. made all other kids super jealous. That's pretty cool. All right, well. Dude, yeah. What? My uh, my daughter's friend's dad, it works with, um, like, really, really exotic cars and stuff like that. Mm. And he picks his daughter up from school and, like, Ferraris and Lamborghini, and but they're not like I don't know if they're, I don't think they're his. He's just hot wiring them. Yeah, no, I don't. I, you know, I I don't really. I should ask him next <laughs> he's time. He's probably because he's time, probably going to get fired. The last time I saw, no, he, it's his company. Oh, it is. Okay. Um, the but the last time I saw him, he was in like a brand new Corvette. I'm like, man, that like if it's his company, then he won't. Cars. He probably won't fire himself. Yeah. 
Uh, wow, that's 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 pretty. Well, you cool. get to drive them. That's cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, listen. Him. When you're a kid, and you, I remember that you know, my 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 wife tells a story of one of this the celebrity kid in her school. Her dad owned a Carvels. Oh, so really? that was like. Well, there you go. For that kid, that's like, oh my god. Yeah, that's totally the yeah. celeb uh, parents. So. Absolutely. All right. Well, enjoy the day if you are uh, participating in that uh, today because it's. Uh, I think it's a pretty cool thing. We need to take a break. We're going to come back in a second. I got some more bizarre file stories we didn't get to earlier. I think you'll enjoy, and uh, yeah, more caught up. We'll be right back. Stay with us. So your cash flows low and you need some dough and I'm like, fund you. MMRs fund you too. Your shot at $1,000 cash five times a day. Hey, fund you. Hey, fund you too. Weekdays, tune in at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. as well as 1, 4, and 6 p.m. to hear the hour's winning keyword. We give you 15 minutes to enter it via the MMR app on your mobile device, the contest page at WMMR.com, or text it to the short code 45911. One random entry wins 1000 bucks in cash. We want to... Fund you. MMRs fund you too. Five chances to win a grand. Weekdays at 8 a.m., 11 a.m., 1 p.m., 4 p.m., and 6 p.m. All the details and contest rules at WMMR.com. Brought to you by A&T Subaru. Subarus really do cost less in Sellersville. And by 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, let's do another run at the B-File here. Now, <laughs> WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre Final. All right, here's the story. We, we touched base on this uh, a little bit the other day with uh, Mike and Alex over at Fox when we went on with them, but I, I wanted to, to present the entire story in the Bizarre File. A woman flew into rage and murdered her husband after catching him watching porn in his man cave after he promised to stop. Stop doing that or I'll kill you. Yeah, Patricia Hill, who's 69, by the way, is on trial in Arkansas, accused of murdering her 65-year-old husband, Frank Hill, at their home in Pine Bluff last year. And she made him swear not to do it? Yeah, Patricia reportedly confronted him after seeing him uh, after seeing their satellite TV bill which showed that he had signed back into his Dish channel after she had previously canceled it. I should be all the woman you need. During the ordeal, the 69-year-old reportedly knocked over a table that had Frank cigarettes on it and then ran Ran back oh, into the house God. to grab a gun. I'm going to go get my gun so I can kill you. Uh, she then returned to Frank's man cave and shot his leg twice. Uh, Patricia then took Frank's love of porn, uh, apparently, as a personal affront to her and her God, her attorney, Bill <laughs> James said. Her, her, her God is her attorney? No, 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 no. I didn't mean it that way. Oh, much. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so James also said the couple were basically estranged. He said she told him over and over again to stop. And he says that he would, but he went right back to doing it. She lost her mind. He went to his shed, and she went to work. I watch him for the plot. After shooting her husband, Patricia allegedly went back inside her house to call the police as well as an ambulance. Frank was found in a shed with a gunshot wound to the upper and lower body. It says he was rushed to the hospital, subsequently pronounced dead when they arrived. Wow. So he must have bled out. Yeah, that's pretty messed up. Oh, my God. How, uh, listen to this. Talk about messed up. All right. A Pennsylvania woman died on Monday after falling into a meat grinder. Oh, yeah. dude. Yeah. At this a food processing company. The woman, an employee at the Economy Locker Storage Company in northern Pennsylvania, 
I was found dead on Monday morning by a co-worker who said they responded to hearing strange noises coming from the commercial machine. Oh, my God. Witnesses said firefighters spent about 45 minutes disassembling the large machine in an effort to recover the woman's remains. She was 35 years old. So, uh, you know, we talk about being jammed into like a tunnel and caught and suffocating and that's claustrophobic feeling. That's... uh, that's, that's another one. Yeah, that's worse. Uh, Occupational Safety and Health Organization uh, told ABC that it is investigating the woman's death. Jesus. Uh, a man hid outside of a woman's home in violation of a court order, uh, then set himself on fire when police arrived at the scene. Uh, yeah, I got this. Carl Ireland may have been trying to commit suicide by cop, they said, when he doused himself with gasoline and ignited the fuel in front of multiple officers. I think he was just trying to kill himself by burning himself. To yeah. Uh, what, do you, what do you think? The cops are going to shoot you once you set yourself on fire? This is in Jersey case, yeah. yes. Uh, but the uh, the man survived. He now faces multiple criminal charges in connection with the incident. Cracked did not go as planned. To the uh, Camden County Prosecutor's Office. Did you have this? Or, no, you didn't have the story earlier today. So, so, the, uh, so he was stalking this woman? Yeah, yeah. And then set himself on fire rather yep. than be caught? I guess. We don't know. The fire incident followed earlier confrontations with police at the home where... Large houses line a road that curves into a cul-de-sac. Over the last several weeks, uh, officers said that they had two violations of the same restraining order, and he's been getting physically aggressive with the officers. This is Sergeant Vitano who said this. All right. He noted that Ireland had previously been taken to a crisis evaluation facility. A criminal complaint alleges Ireland hid outside the house, apparently awaiting the return of the female resident. Uh, Ireland was hiding in a shed area when several officers responded uh, for, to a call about his presence. Uh, Verano said that he was talking with a female resident when he heard officers behind the house ordering Ireland to show his hands. He said, I could hear that he was dumping gasoline on himself and attempting to light it. All right, so after dying in a, a very tight tunnel and being ground up in a meat processing device, uh, burning to death. Yeah, uh, but so, no, bad. burning and then living. Burning, oh, yes, that's right, he, he lived. Yeah, he's not dead. He no. was finally able to ignite the flames in his clothes and face and head caught on fire. Uh, they used a taser device on him to get him to the ground so they could uh, get him uh, to medical treatment. He's been in uh, in the hospital, one of the hospitals in Philadelphia. That's pretty <laughs> messed up. Yeah. Uh, let's see. How about this? A man in Florida, I guess you could call him a Florida man, uh, is facing charges after deputies say he ignited a homemade pipe bomb in his backyard that rocketed into his neighbor's yard. Florida man. Florida man. Is that his intention? Well, video of the incident was posted on his own Facebook account, so I guess he was pretty proud of it. Look what I did. Uh, Christopher Green was charged Saturday with making a destructive device. I live in Florida. According to deputies, a woman working in her backyard at the home that afternoon heard a loud hissing noise and then saw white smoke as an object (laughs) flew into her yard. Upon examination, it appeared to be a metal pipe that had been capped at both ends. Uh, no one was injured in the incident, though it forced the evacuation of several nearby homes. Bomb squad was called in. Their investigation led to a home, and there they made contact with Green, who they said admitted he used a stump remover mixed with sugar to make smoke bombs. You know those neighborhoods that have that guy? Yeah. What you doing over there, Phil? Making a bomb. <laughs> the hell stump remover, Get a by stump the way? removed. Is yeah. it, a tree? It, yeah. I guess. Is it explosive? Is it like an explosive? Well, you no, can, no. You can explode a stump. I mean, yeah. yeah. You can remove it that way, but I, maybe this guy got confused because basically it just turns it into like mulch. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah we had a, one done in our yard yeah. and it like chips it away and 
digs it out of the ground. Yeah, so. that's that's a, a device. This is like a chemical, chemical of some. Sounds type. like yeah. it sounds so like maybe... some sort of a explosive, or, or at least root killer. I don't know. Uh, no, because the stump's already dead, right? It's well, a stump. Can you look up stump remover, please? Here there it is, stump remover. Oh. Spectricide, it's called. It's, pro- it's probably to kill it. So if you get a tree cut down, it's probably it's to kill the stump. So it doesn't come back to life. Or, you know, I'd blow it up. Or whatever. All right, well, anyhow, he used that and some sugar. You can make a bomb if you want to. <laughs> it blowed up real good. The deputy tells us. <laughs> I love my neighbors. I wasn't trying to kill her or nothing. Uh, deputies also said they uh, found a video of the incident on Green's uh, Facebook page. The video they said uh, depicted Green making a pasty substance in a pot on a kitchen stove, then going outside and lighting a pipe with the substance in it. A few seconds after, a few seconds, the pipe rocketed away. That didn't work out so good. So now I'm going to build a nuclear reactor. Yeah. So he's uh, he's gotten in trouble for that. Maybe. Yep. That's what I got in the Bizarre Cloud for you. Let's take another break. We'll come back in uh, just a moment. By the way, Casey wants you to know, if you're watching the hottie cam, the turkeys are done. <laughs> the turkeys are done? Yes, apparently. And uh, the ladies from... Your Columbus. nipples are hard. Yeah, they're very hard. Uh, yeah. So thank you, uh, Ronnie. Thank for you that. very much. Yes, it's Ronnie's uh, whose turkeys are done. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll get the uh, lesson question for the day. Trash music news as well on the way. Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We have given away all our passes. I just want to remind you if you've been hanging on for the uh, sorority party tonight at uh, Parks Casino, but don't worry. I have another one down the road. We're looking forward to hanging with our sisters tonight. Uh, And... More events on the way. There's always something going on uh, here at MMR, whether it be with us, the President Steve Show, or anybody else on the staff. And you can always uh, check WMMR.com see when and where. Like today is a ticket rate. Yes. Uh, there's one for uh, the MMR And today, let me get this information. I'll make sure you get it correctly. Today from 8 to 10 p.m., uh, Dominic's Tavern, uh, which is on Browning Road in Belmar, New Jersey. We will have the... Uh, MMRB on hand with uh, Bud Light and chance we win tickets every single 10 minutes. So if you're in that area, stop by. You just might win. And while you're there, grab a $2 Bud and Bud Light bottle because those will be on special. Uh, information about that, if you didn't get a chance to write it down, go to WMMR.com and you should be able to find the info about uh, the ticket raids and when and where's and all that stuff. And also, don't forget the uh, MMRBQ concert t-shirt presale is still underway. And if you order by May 5th, uh, you can get it in time for the show. It's only 20 bucks, by the way. I got to get one. Rock shop at WMMR.com in order to get that. So, lesson question today. We have an <laughs> Avengers Endgame prize pack that can be yours. Comes with some really cool stuff, which I'll tell you about in just a moment. Uh, I'm torn. I don't know which one to go with here. Uh, uh, you know what? Let's do this. Let's do one from earlier. Yesterday, we did one from late. In the All show. right. Uh, what was the script for Rocky Five written in? Two one five two six three WMMR. Okay, if you were listening, you know the answer. Please call and let us know, and you just might win. So, what was the script for Rocky Five written in? Two one five two six three WMMR. While you are calling in, we shall do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. Ninety three three WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right. Kind of stories we got today, Steve. Well, Meghan Markle's father will not be invited for the birth of her baby and is said to be considered persona non grata. 
said a furious Thomas Markle, quote, persona non grata, I am totally grata. (laughs) (laughs) He played Captain Marvel, a.k.a. Shazam, decades ago on TV, and now 75-year-old actor Jackson Bostwick says he would have loved to have been offered a cameo in the new movie. Bostwick says he probably couldn't have done it, though, because his schedule's been jammed up with loitering commitments. Oh, my God. And finally, Britney Spears' boyfriend, Sam Ashgari, reporting that the singer is doing very well after checking herself into a facility for a nervous breakdown. In fact, Ashgari says Spears picked up a bug last night and only ate half of it. That's Charlie we try. All right, to the phones we go. Let's see if we can get an answer to the uh, lesson question. What was the script for Rocky Five written in? And I will go to Brian, see if he knows the answer. Hey, Brian, how you doing? Awesome, you guys rock. Thanks, oh! All right, so what was the script from Rocky Five written in? I believe it was written in crayon. It was. Yeah. You're good to go, Brian. We have an Avengers Endgame prize pack for you, including a pair of Admit One Fandango tickets to see the film, lunchbox, T-shirts, sunglasses, and more. Plus, we're going to give you a pair of tickets to see Marvel Universe of Superheroes. Now open at the Franklin Institute. Explore Marvel's legacy through immersive set pieces, original artwork, movie props, uh, costumes, and a bunch more. An exhibit for the hero and all of us. You can get tickets today at fi.edu. I have a question, Steve, about a story you had in uh, Trash. Yes. The guy from Shazam. Uh, did he play Did he play the superhero or was he the kid? He played the superhero. No okay. bats. Yeah, because yeah. he had two different... Right people play that part obviously I, as a kid i loved that show that was on with isis yeah you remember that same deal it, totally. was, it was it was really well done and when he would go shazam yeah boom and then he would this big hulking dude would come out right. in the uh uh in the uh shazam there was that there was, that. was, there was cool. um electra woman and dinah girl do you remember mm, that i do all those they were i mean they spent some money on them they were sort of you know they were they were cheapish but they yeah. were still for live they were live action dramas done yeah. for saturday morning you know, cartoons. I remember all three of those. I, I do them. miss the simpler time that it was back then. You know, where you, oh, just, man. you didn't have a, a billion channels and, you know. But what you do have now. I, I know. mean, as a kid, I mean, I I remember when they tried to do a Spider-Man movie years ago. And really what he was doing was rappelling down buildings, you know, and climbing a rope up the It was horrible. Look, I, I mean, didn't know any. Just better, go though. see, and I know, I know, yeah. but still, you always knew there was there was a short lived uh, live action uh, Captain America too. It was yes, me. and um, what else was there? They they did a Flash as well a long time the ago. Flash they did um, with uh, who's he's now actually on of the the current series Flash as uh, his father, but uh, John Wesley Ship is the guy's name. But yeah. uh, it, it, right after Batman came out. And that whole vibe, that whole Batman, uh, Michael Keaton, Tim Burton vibe, that translated to the TV series. Yeah. But it was really good. I mean, I understand you look back, um, you know, nostalgically at yeah. that stuff, but it's so much better. Like, like so Saturday better. night, you know, like I was watching things that, like, I, I don't have time for right now, you know. But it's just because there was nothing else better on, you yeah, know. Like yeah. A lot of times you were forced to th- to explore things that you normally wouldn't watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and you it would make you check out things because there was nothing else on it. And sometimes you would find gems. 
a lot of other times you'd watch nothing but crap. Yeah. 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 But there was some good stuff there. Remember, I mean, completely separate. I didn't mean to get into yeah, this yeah. conversation, but like In Search Of. In Search Of with Leonard Nimoy. Awesome. Who's and now actually hosted by Zachary Quinto. And do you remember The Body Human? Oh, I absolutely love The those, Body Human. Yeah, yeah. Those were like one-time specials. Like every now and then my family, we'd all be getting together to watch those. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Or the Jacques Cousteau special. Yeah. Oh, man, those were great. Tonight we explore the octopus. Yes. Octopus. 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 You are a creature of the sea yes. with many legs and sucky things. <laughs> you swim alone, always ever forward. Your life is a mess. Jacques would uh, would have poems. his own poems that he would write. So. Nautilus, Nautilus. I don't even know what the hell you are. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, music news. That's what we're supposed oh, yeah. to be doing. Preston yeah. and Steve's music news on ninety three three WMMR. Uh, just a few stories for you this morning. We'll start with this one. Uh, the Black Keys are set to debut a second new song today. Casey, you will love the title of this song. Okay. It's oh. called Eagle Birds. Oh, yay! It's got both the names oh my God. for our boys in blue. I love it. We we, um, we used musical beds on our show to bring us in and out of break. Stop revealing secrets. All right, no, but I want to tell you that we had a bed... That I couldn't use for the last couple of years because the name of the bed was called Cowboys. Oh, shut up. Okay. Uh, I want to show you something, Preston. I had Marissa rename this bed. Cowboys suck. I see it. I see it right there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. I will play this song every single day. For the rest of my life. Which which bed is it? Can you play it? Can you? Oh, and it's a good bed. It's a really good bed. But mm, uh, it. It... it's Cowboy Sucker. Oh, yeah, I remember this. <laughs> and, and it's listed in there as Cowboy yeah. Suck. Is this a Pantera song? Maybe. I think it is, yeah. All right, so that's now Cowboy Suck. Okay. <laughs> hey, well, why did you bring that up? Uh, because, because of the eagles. He's found he's oh. a song. Eagles birds. Eagle birds. love the eagle birds so gotcha. much. Yeah. I am big fan of Eagle Bird. <laughs> uh, the tune will premiere on Apple's Beats Music in the morning sometime today. And it follows up the recent release of Low High, the duo's first new track in five years. Now, the group announced the arrival of Eagle Birds on its social channel uh, yesterday. Uh, there's still no word on whether both of the new tunes are part of a full-length Black Keys album. Uh, the last LP from the pair, Turn Blue, came out in 2014. Uh, they are... On tour later this year with Modest, Modest Mouse and also have confirmed a handful of festival dates. Rob Zombie has completed work on his new film, Three from Hell. And the movie also got in front of the Motion Picture Association of America to get a rating. Not surprisingly, the movie has been rated R for strong sadistic violence, language throughout, uh, sexual content, graphic nudity, and drug use. Uh, Three from Hell is a sequel to the 2005 film The Devil's Rejects and will bring back Sid Haig. Sherry Moon Zombie and Bill Mosley uh, as the psychotic Firefly fan. Uh, I, I like those films, and they're really well directed. And I think Rob Zombie is in his lane with this stuff. But I, um, I don't find them. They, they're just weird. Yeah, you know? I haven't seen them. Yeah, they're they're weird. And that's they're the not... thing about it. They just kind of look to that way to me, and I'm like, yeah, eh, that's and, not my and, thing. And it's uh, I get, and people are, are fanatical for them and love them, and yeah. I, I, that's totally wonderful. But. Uh, I don't, cons- it's not my kind of horror, mm. you know? It's not clear whether Zombie plans to resurrect the trio from the dead in some kind of supernatural fashion. 
uh, in the new film or has found a way to explain how they survived a big shootout that happens in Devil's Rejects. But, uh, you know, speaking, speaking of star, uh, horror, Jesus, I can't talk, uh, Steve, um, I saw for the first time um, Friday the 13th, the first movie, um, because I was too terrified to watch it when I was a kid. The original with Kevin Bacon? Mm-hmm. It's not even that scary. No, <laughs> like because movies, like a forty-three-year-old man. Movies that uh, that they make now are absolutely terrifying, and because of how terrifying they are, totally. Yeah, I I watch it. I'm like, that's it's a suspense movie. Yeah, it's it's a it's a crazy murderer. Now, when you then you then you cross the the boundaries into right. the second one, and then. Then you start to have this eternal yep. force of evil, which is Jason Voorhees. But it's it's just the mom killing them in the first one. Yeah, uh, three from hell. By the way, is expected out earlier this fall. <laughs> although a confirmed release date has yet to be announced, Zombie will also have a new LP out later this year. His first since 2016. And then one last thing: Sting has announced a headlining residence in Las Vegas, set to open at the Coliseum at Caesar's Palace Friday, May 22nd. So you're a massive police fan, yes. Would you make a special trip to go see a Sting residency? I no. I mean, not to Vegas. If if I happen to be going to Vegas and yeah. Sting was there, absolutely, I'm on it. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna plan a trip. If Sting came through town and I had the time, I would love to go see him play. And he is always surrounding himself by impeccable musicians, right? Uh, so you do get that of it as well. According to the press release, the production titled uh, My Songs uh, will present a compendium of Sting songs with dynamic visual references, some of his most iconic videos and inspirations. Uh, Tickets go on sale to the general public Friday, May 3rd, 10 a.m. And the Vegas stand will play at the Coliseum uh, May 22nd. A bunch of dates. Actually, I'm not going to go through all of them. And then there's a second run that starts in August. So he's going to set up shop for a little bit. Who all has residencies in... Vegas now. There's... Is Celine Dion still there? No, hers wrapped up. Britney um, Spears had one, but I think she took a break from it. Elton John did one. Uh, Cher did and, one. Yeah, and I th- I want to say like Def Leppard did one. Didn't and GNR Sticks might have done Kiss one. Kiss did one. Um, I'm not sure. I if think Guns N' Roses did one for a little not. bit too. But Aerosmith yeah. and Lionel Richie, Marissa just said in my ear. That's a weird pairing. Yeah, not not in the same. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> One's not opening up for the other. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that makes total sense. I mean, for those guys, uh, Journey did one not that long ago. Yeah. Because uh, you just set up shop, all the equipment's there, they don't have to go through the hassle of moving stuff around and doing, you know, sound checks all the time. And it's, <laughs> for the musician, it's very easy. And the paycheck has to be pretty, yeah. you know, fat for that. Yeah, Vegas always plays yeah. really well from what I understand, so. All right, that is what I have. In music news this morning. Yeah! We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a second. Getting ready to wrap up the program. Not before we get the letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize. Mr. Pierre Robert should be here to supply that for us. So we'll be back in a moment. Make sure you stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. News. Everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WNMR. Everclear, Santa Monica, 93.3 WNMR. It's everything that rocks. Uh, about 10.33 in the Preston Street Show. How many other songs are named after California cities? I was just listening to uh, Malibu from uh, Hole the other day. And you have Santa Monica, 
There's oh, probably a ton of them. San Francisco. Guys. Yeah, there's, well, yeah, well, is there a song called San Francisco? Well, I'm there's sure a song. There's, I love my heart in San Francisco. Yeah. yeah. Tony Bennett. Yeah. We, well, uh, we built the city on rock and roll doesn't, does it's it? It's about it. It's about it, but doesn't, it's not in the title. And uh, Lights by Journey is about San Francisco. There's a song called San Francisco by a band called the Mowgli's. Okay. All right, there yeah, we go. I've heard of the Mowgli's. Yeah, they're a... Uh, Pismo well, Beach. Is there anything... Pismo. By you two. <laughs> by, by you two. The song's called Pismo Beach. It's about a beach called Pismo. <laughs> what is a Pismo? Huh. Shut up. <laughs> uh, is there a song, any song called Los Angeles? Yeah, the no. scrolling story. Oh, I love L.A., I guess. Yeah, that, yeah. I, I love, love that, LA. I love that song. Randy I do. Randy too. Newman yeah. has it's, some great songs. Yeah. The, the beginning of it, I, I mean, it reminds me of Naked Gun, but it's just it's a great song. <laughs> reminds you of Naked Gun. Yeah, there's when they go to the ball game. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. I forgot about that. Oh, no, I must kill <laughs> yeah, that's the right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, what about San Diego? Is there a song called San Diego? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, which means uh, a whale's vagina. That's we all know that. Um, song is called San Diego. <laughs> Bono wrote which that? means a whale's vagina. I have no idea. All right. Anyhow, uh, real quick, thank you. Uh, the ladies of Clever Skate were quite lovely. They today, were fantastic. So. Honestly, they were the. I think maybe the best we've ever had they here. Were a lot of fun. I, I told them sometimes the ladies sit and, and uh, chew their gum and, and look on their phones, uh, but they were having a lot of fun. So thank you to um, Arabella, Ronnie, and Ronnie, Reagan, and Reagan Spiro, who were all here, Henry and Kissinger <laughs> this morning, and they have. Uh, a lot of things going on tonight. Uh, the calendar girls from the last 20 years are going to be there. On Friday, uh, adult film star uh, Raya Sunshine. Raya Sunshine. Now, that's the kind of name that lends itself to getting into the adult film industry. And I uh, should probably made it up. Oh, then you think on, that's a made-up yeah, name? Yeah, and then on Saturday, superstar Jessa Rhodes will be there, and they're celebrating their 20th anniversary. For more information, go to clubriskade.com. So there you go. Hello, Pierre Robert. Why, howdy doody. Nice to see you, sir. You too. Excellent. Um, oh, real quick, I also want to thank um, uh, Ted Quali uh, and also Jerome Thomas from the Police Athletic League for stopping by this morning. Wonderful thing they're doing. Uh, the Boma Cops Helping Kids Day is tomorrow, so stop by uh, a lot of the, the, the major skyline buildings, the big skyscrapers in Philadelphia. Uh, they will be collecting funds for Police Athletics League, so it's a, it's a very cool thing. Uh, Pierre Robert, how do we, uh, should we do the letter? Are you ready for that? Uh, yeah. Okay, let's do that first. Yeah, yeah. Kristen and Steve yeah. on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. T is in Thomas. All right, and we have one more to go. We have an autographed cage, the elephant, uh, guitar, plus a pair of pit tickets to see them with Beck and Spoon at BB&T Pavilion. That's Wednesday, August 21st. First, some tickets remain at Ticketmaster.com. You can listen on, well, you already did listen on Tuesday for the uh, playback of that, and I'm sure you'll do it again sometime. Yeah, you can listen on Tuesday for it if you go back in time. Yes, uh, and you can now. We're learning that they're they're making inroads into time travel. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Have, have going to come around any day now. <laughs> I will be there for it. When I was a kid, I watched a show called The Time Tunnel. Did you ever oh, I Steve? love The Time I Tunnel. Irwin Allen. Yes. And uh, remember James, the first episode, James Darren? James Darren, the singer. The right. The singer who's from Philly was uh, one of the two actors in that. And they went, and it was the coolest thing. It was this super long tunnel that had, it was just a, like black, white, black, white, black, right. white lines. And um, they always had this dumb security guard that were running, no, no, 
And he'd come running in and be 1,400 years older. But uh, I loved that show as a kid. That was all around the time of Lost in Space yes. and Land of the Giants yes. and all that stuff. Yes. Big fan. And the first episode, you remember the tight? No one ever believed them, by the way. No, you don't understand. This ship is going to sink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, their first episode, they went to the Titanic. They couldn't control, I think, where they would land. No. Um, they never landed in the middle of the ocean. Right, they always landed, true. like, of the, the, you know, they happened to land on a ship in the middle right. of the, the Atlantic. And then yeah. what was that other one with, um, uh, what's his name, Scott, what's his name? Um, oh, you're talking about uh, uh, Quantum, Quantum Leap? Leap? Yes. Yeah. That was sort of time. Bacula. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So that was that. a fun show. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll by by the magic of time travel, we'll be able to hear that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, everyone, go back. Get in your time machine. Go back to Tuesday, yeah. or actually go back. Yeah, Tuesday morning. Around two o'clock. Yeah. Or afternoon, and yeah. then you can watch it, and then it'll all be you. It'll be so cool. But Pierre, a word of caution: make sure your stabilizers are on, or else you'll come back much older than you were before. That's true. And the danger of time travel is, if we go back in time, uh, we could alter the future. So be really careful. Don't let anyone see you, because even if you say hello to someone, it might stop them for a second, which could change the course of history. It's uh, like a chaos theory. The right? butterfly effect. Right. Butterfly yeah, exactly. Effect. Uh, so what's on today's show? I thank you for asking. <laughs> You're welcome. And now we gleefully <laughs> anticipate an answer. Uh. Um I still love the porn stars with the name of Spiro Agnew and <laughs> Kissinger. And... Well, they were they were uh, adult dancers. I mean, I mean, yeah, I didn't, what I meant yeah, yeah, yeah. was uh, talented uh, d- dancers of the adult capacity. <laughs> um, anyway, I just I'm still getting over that. I want to tell you that life is grand. Thank oh. you so much. And I... this comes from a time traveler. <laughs> I've just landed, and you guys are I've swell. Come from the past to tell yeah. you that life is grand. I I just I can't believe. Believe I'm here. Yeah, you don't know where I've been. Oh, the things I've, I've seen. Uh, the things Why, I've seen. This very morning, I was mastodon hunting. I was, and I out of a pet mastodon. His name was Hank. <laughs> anyway, I want to tell you, I'll have workforce blocks of Bruce Springsteen, The Clash. I've got uh, Rolling Stones honk on vinyl to give away, and I've got lots of fun to um, dabble in. Fun and frivolity Ooh. for all. Yes, a lot of dabbling on the program. Yes, thank you. I love it, man. All right. Let me thank our sponsors. Uh, today's show has been brought to you by Acme, the official supermarket of the President Steve Show. Also brought to you by Rita's Water Ice. Try a Rita's Concrete, delicious blend of creamy frozen custard and your favorite toppings. And also Mealy's Furniture, just what you're looking for tomorrow on our program. Uh, we have O'Shea Jackson, who's going to be in the studio. That's Ice Cube's son. Yeah, awesome. Uh, he's in uh, Straight Outta Compton, amongst other things, so he'll be here. Uh, also from Silicon Valley, uh, Kumail Nanjiani will yes. be here. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's great. He's been in a bunch of stuff. And he's done a couple of his own films that are very funny. And we also will have the birthday boy, the Philly Fanatic, will be in the studio. Wow. Too, so, yeah. Bunch going on tomorrow's program. Uh, that is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Maybe we'll see you tonight at Pars Casino yeah. for a sorority party. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Live. To the linoleum chick. You're really annoying, but I kind of want to you. Such is the dichotomy of life. Next message. Roadkill alert. There's two perfectly good raccoons on the contracting curve. Don't get them. That's good eating. Next message. Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack! 
sell them for less.